Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yes, yes, we didn't. We the wrong team. The wrong team won, but yeah, we did predict the score. For all you out out there, you know, it's two to one. It seems to be the trend. So uh, I don't know if you know. I'm not a betting man, but if you are, you know, take the under, I guess. Yeah, the way under with the Islanders, and uh, I was gonna make a sign. You know how you have like accidents at work. You know, it's X amount of days without an accident. So it's now it's 11 games without an Islanders power play. Yeah, it's we you know, we're all here. We have a we have a packed house here at St. Patrick's Day weekend here in. Uh, in Manhattan and Chelsea, and uh, great turnout today. Uh, unlike the Islanders power play, the thing is, it's it's it shows signs of life, but it's just the frustrating part is they didn't play bad tonight. They played great. They really played well today. It's just they can't freaking score. No, I mean they had a lot of opportunities, a lot of shots. They had over 40 shots, and Jonathan Bernier pretended to be Hasek for a little bit. Uh, yeah, so someone, uh, Terry Sawchuk was wearing the Jonathan Bernier jersey today. Yeah, just it was a lot of uh, rebounds they had, but there was no one there. And right. To put him home in that that last kind of puck at the end of the game, I don't know, with Aiden from the outfield and keeping it out of the. Duh, and then Pulak hits the crossbar. Yeah. It's, it's, it's frustrating. Why don't we, hey, it's, you know, we we're really bad at Why don't we say who's actually here with us today? Yeah, we have some great guests, and we thank them all for coming. Uh, CJ Papa, Bios One Anchor, is going to be here. And, yes. Uh, 
worked with the Islanders a little bit, so we'll share some stories about that. Yep. Uh, our great friend Dan Saracini from Lighthouse Hockey uh, is here. He'll join us, and we'll have uh, we'll talk about a little new venture that. Yes, that yes, we got some, we some new news that we, yeah. where our podcast is going and where you can find exactly. us now. Uh, good news, good news. Yeah. Internet hockey sensation Jillian Fisher. Yep, will be here after she's done taking you know probably some shots with some fans. Yeah, yeah, she had, I think she's been uh, bought like seven drinks. Two yeah. people proposed to her already. Exactly. Yeah, she's been here seven minutes. <laughs> and uh, Nick Hershon, author of one of the best Islander books I've read in a quite long time. Yes, uh, we want fish sticks this year. Yes, fantastic book. Yeah. And you'll also be signing those books afterwards too. Yeah, exactly. So, so pick one up and uh, we'll reminisce. We'll laugh. We'll cry with Nick because. It was definitely a fun time, interesting time with the Islanders. Yeah, it'll be interesting because, like I said, this is a that that time period is very foreign to me. Yeah. So uh, it should be just make for a good conversation. Right. I have some I, I have some thoughts on right. it as well because you know, I'm really like I at that point I like kind of like in outside completely unobjective looking into the situation. Right. Because you were, you were I, at that time I was a Hartford Whaler fan. Yes. Right. And yes. that was just when they left, right? We save it for the don't, yeah. don't bury you know no, wait wait for the conversation. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, no, just and we'll talk about it then. Okay. All, all right. right. All right, but um, when, we, when we booked this uh, date, Dan and I had no idea that they would be doing the St. Patrick's Day parade that day. Correct, so, yes, that's great planning by you. Well, you know, because St. Patrick's Day is on a Sunday. Yes, it is. And I'm Jewish, so I have no idea why they wouldn't, wouldn't do it on a Sunday. Well, no, it's the 17th, so it just changes every, you know. But the parade's always on the Saturday before. Well, why wouldn't you do it on the 17th? Because you're not going to have a parade on a Sunday. Why wouldn't you have a parade on a Sunday? You have to go to, to, go to church on Sunday. I don't go to church on Sunday. No, no, I'm thinking we're Catholic. There's no Irish Jews, okay? We're Catholic, so we have to go to church on Sunday so okay. we get shit-faced and hammered on Saturday. So can't you just have the parade after you go to church? I guess you could. You could. I don't know. You know there, there's never enough reasons to have a parade. I'm Irish every day of the year. I buy all the Ireland, uh, the Irish St. Patrick's Day stuff like at the end of April when right. it's on sale. Okay. I can wear it whenever I want. Well, I celebrated yesterday by having a green Krispy Kreme donut. There you go. So that was really good. Did you have the new the mint chocolate chip donut from, uh, from Dunkin'? No. It's good. Okay, it has like a brownie middle. It's really right, solid. No, yeah, it's, it's remember it's just Dunkin' now. It's Krispy Kreme all the way. It's just Dunkin'. We don't call it Dunkin' Donuts anymore. Why? They they they, they legally changed their name. I yeah, okay. But why? I don't know. Are you like I, I work in their PR department. Well, find out for me. Okay. Come on, all right. Please. All right. So we've babbled long enough. Uh, our first guest worked with the Islanders. He has some great stories for us. And currently, he's a Bios One reporter, CJ Papa. <laughs> Uh, Noel, Dan, thanks so much. I came for the cup. Yes, yes, yeah. I was ahead. very excited. Collect double cuts, take those with you. Yep, those are yours to keep. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks so much. You guys have a great podcast. Hey, I love your style. It's very breezy. It's what podcasts should be. It should be about fans and what the fans think. That's what I like about it. It wasn't rehearsed. It's just, it's just yeah. us talking in front of microphones and people decide to listen. That's true. And But the one thing about tomorrow being St. Patrick's Day, that people at church, the attendance will be down because everybody's going to be hung over anyway. Correct. So. Correct. Oh, okay. So then, like, I guess they would all go the following day, just kind of like uh, repent a little bit, or you know? can go to confession at any time. You're welcome. See, you don't know about Irish people. We do not repent. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it happens. Look, it happens. It's out there. We we, we apologize. But basically, I have one day a year. It's for my butt. Right. See, that that works out well. You can be sorry one day a year, and everything's good. Right, which I don't fast. Right. No, you. Nobody eats more bacon than you. Seriously, I've never met a human being eat as much bacon as you. And I'm still alive. It's I know. Bacon. It's, it's truly Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bacon's forbidden great. the forbidden fruit. Yeah. <laughs> so CJ, um, you worked at the Islanders, right? You were on. Uh, you were like the in host. Yeah. That, yeah I, so you guys remember Dina? She was the one of the hosts, and Chris Botta has to be 14 or 15 years ago asked me to be the in arena game host, more of like 
asking the players questions and things like that. And I said, sure. And I was working for uh, TV 55 at the time. And they were like, yeah, go ahead. And it was, I'll never forget the first time we did it. We really didn't rehearse anything. It's just you're live and you start talking. And we did a quick thing about, uh, uh, about what's going on. Is that me or you guys? We just did a quick thing about how, uh, maybe too close to that mic. There we go. Sorry. Okay. I don't know. So, something's all right. Uh, yeah, try to turn that down a little bit. Hello, hello? There we go. Right, Is that cool. better? There we go. That's better. Oh, there we go. Better. All right. Good. So right. live TV, everyone. Yeah, no, and, and we, we did a, a quick thing, and we didn't, I don't even know what I was saying, just talking about both teams and this thing. Chris said, why don't you walk into the locker room? The players are out. So we came back to me. The players are out on the ice, and there I am. I'm like, hey, it's CJ. We're back here. Let's take you into the locker room. You remember the Islanders came off on the other side in the old Coliseum. So you're walking by, and you're walking in. You turn, and I expect to see no one in the locker room. So you go in. You make the right. You make the next right. I went in. He's like, go into where... The machines are. I walk in the machines, all the players who are scratched are working out. I figured they'd be showered or doing whatever. They're, they're, they had warmed up, they're already working out. And I, I, it was the, one of the few times in broadcasting I had nothing to say because I was going to talk about the guys who were scratched and they're literally right here working <laughs> out. And I'm like, ah, and, I, and so we muddled through it and I said to Chris, hey, how was that? He goes, it'll get better. <laughs> True story, Chris Botta had me blocked on Twitter for a long, long time. And I really don't know why. Usually I know why people have me blocked on Twitter. Pat Leonard also has me blocked on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, and I still don't know why. Neither do I. I know, usually I know when I'm an asshole, and I know <laughs> when I deserve to be blocked. But in that situation, Botta and I are cool. We're cool now. We're, yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah he's, I'm like, somehow got unblocked. But I really didn't know what I did. I, I like know. Chris. I'm sure it was something I'm, I'm sure. Maybe. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> The yeah. funny thing is I work with Pat Letter, too, and it's like I'm work standing next to somebody who has me blocked right, on Twitter. Yeah. So, no, whatever. Right. So, so, CJ, before you started working with the Islanders, were you an actual Islanders fan? Oh, I, I mean, I grew up an Islanders fan. I mean, I'm dating myself here. Um, I, I, my family had season tickets. Uh, my father was an attorney. So we had season tickets through his uh, law firm. He was one of the workers, but nobody wanted to go on a Saturday night. So my, we have four kids in my family, two are much older than me, and then my sister and I are pretty close. So my parents would take um, my sister and I, we'd go to that, that ham and egg place. You guys know the ham and egg place on Old Country Road? It's like right across from the, is it the source mall? But the, maybe it's a little bit down. We would go there and eat, or we'd go to that, you know the McDonald's on Old Country Road? Oh yeah. We would go there before the game, and we would go. And I still have it. I still have the puck. We would sit in one o. It was behind when the Islander was skate out, so it was behind the penalty box, uh, the last row in the first section, and a puck came up, hit my mother, and she picked it up, and like the, I was maybe 12 or 13, very young, I picked it up like I caught the puck, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, all right! And I still have this puck, and you know, my mom passed away 10 years ago this year, and I, I just happened to, was rummaging through some stuff again, I was like, oh my God, there's the puck! I still have it all these years later. So I, I grew up an Islanders fan. Um, we used to have a, uh, uh, called a Roma Cafe in Albertson. And back then, it wasn't like you didn't have television on your phone. It was like one place had the cable TV. So that's where the Islander games were shown. And they had a red light when they scored during their <laughs> heydays and things like that. And it, Roma Cafe is long gone now. It's now a, 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 a Japanese restaurant. And I'm Japanese or Chinese, I'm not, I'm not sure. But... Um, that's my love affair with this team, and, and you know, 
years later, being asked to work for the team was like a dream come true because I was just recently at an event and Bobby Nystrom goes, hey, CJ. And it's like, <laughs> I still get a thrill from that. I mean, we, these are our heroes. Right. And Clark, and they know you by name. And it's like, it's just a weird feeling. It's like, wow, that, that's a pretty, pretty neat thing that this, what this business has allowed me to do. And especially with the Islanders. I mean, when it comes to teams, it's Jets and Islanders. I die with them. Yeah, the, the Mets I'm okay with. You know, they play a million games, so it's kind of like a soap opera. You can kind of miss it. But, like, I tape – I have horrible hours. I, I work 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Fios 1 News. Those are terrible. Please yeah. please yes. watch in the morning. He's yeah, fantastic. I'm on – we're on at 5 to 10 yes. – 5 to 11, but the noon – the other crew comes in around 10, so it's, you know, later in the morning because we're more like traffic, weather, commute, all that type of stuff. So I DVR every game, and I watch them the next morning and when I get home. Because thank God I got a DVR. Because of a couple of years there, I was like, you know, the team was bad. I was kind of like, uh, right. and I was like, you know what? I got a DVR last year, and they, they were exciting last year. Right? They scored a lot of goals, but they let a lot of goals in. And then you get this coaching staff and, and this president, and you just have a different feel with this team. It's essentially the same players. It is, pretty yeah. much. No, I mean, right. I mean, Phil Pluck, Komarov. I remember when they signed him, I was like, why would they do yeah. that? <laughs> oh, my God, that's the worst move ever by Lou Lamorello. And no one's saying that now. No, no. It's, it's this guy, he knows hockey. And isn't it great, though, as fans? Like, when I worked for the team, they were horrible. And that's that's yeah. true. True story. Yeah. True story. <laughs> I, I'm In the reason you guys forgot, they were yeah. terrible. I'm the reason for Tavares. I was a sideline reporter for MSG. Oh, we were such the worst team in the league. Oh, that was such a we bad We were year. so bad. We were in San Jose yeah. one night, and I, I, you know, with the sabermetrics now, if yeah. you did it right. then, we're talking, what, 10 years ago? It's 08, and I don't remember when the game was. It was just, I think it was just after New Year's in January, so it might have been 09. And they, um, they maybe didn't possess the puck for like 13 minutes of a 60-minute game. <laughs> it was one of those nights, and, you know, you're the in-between host. I mean, I'm so jealous of Shannon right now. <laughs> because with all the great stuff she gets the talk. When is there a bad Islander game now? Yeah, just no. they, right? They right. were a little bad recently, but there's a lot to talk about. But when your team is terrible and the light's on and you got to come up with something yep. and you don't want to kill the guys, because you know what? You're on the plane with them. <laughs> you're people, in the People forget room. that. Yeah. People forget you're on the plane with them. Yeah. And it's different. I mean, you get on the team plane, it's phenomenal. I mean, there's food when you walk in. You get a giant seat. They sit in the back. Um... You eat more food. Like, you put on the college 12. I put on, like, the college 20. There's no doubt about it. When I was with the team, it was a lot of fun. But, you know, they're really good now. The beauty of this year is making me forget about how bad they were. Right. How they just weren't in games. Right. Well, I mean, I've been saying, like, all year, we are finally run by grown-ups. Oh, that's true. And I feel like, I feel like Lou Lamorello could go take over, I don't know, the Pittsburgh Pirates right now or the Cincinnati Reds or an MLS team. And that team would be in the playoffs the first year. Well, the New York I, Giants. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, as an Eagle fan, I, I just, just kind of yeah. sit back and say, hey, okay, whatever. But um, I just feel like he, whatever sport, I feel like if you gave Lou a Broadway musical, he would get it, he would get it on Broadway in a couple weeks. He just, he's just such a smart businessman. And if anybody who is doubting about Belmont right now, Lou got an arena built in Newark. Have you all been to Newark? I mean, seriously, you have to bring your jersey that's made of Kevlar. So <laughs> if Lou can get a building built in Newark, he's going to get shovels in the ground in Belmont. That was Dan saying that, not me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Newark, lovely city. Good Portuguese yeah. food. 
Yeah. And it's her barbecue right there too. Yes, they do. Yes. So it just so it just must be nice now as you sit back now. Obviously, you're doing the morning news and just just the whole vibe. Everything's changed in the past year. Well, you know, the, one of the secrets is that they all know I'm an Islanders fan at Fios. So no matter what, Islanders win or lose, it's the Islanders' tease going into sports. Because we the, right. the sports are either replaced from the night before, but if the game's a little later, you know, I'll get to do the highlights. And I'm, I'm very outgoing when the Islanders win, and I hammer the <laughs> Rangers when they lose. because Because one of the guys, a big Ranger fan, he goes, oh, you must have had fun reading those highlights. I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I mean... I, in this town, you can't be a split hockey fan. No. You have no. to be an Islander, and I respect that. You have to be an Islander yep. fan, a Ranger fan, or a Devil fan, and you really can't like the others. You can't be like, yep. oh, no. I'm a New York fan. I like the Mets. I like the Yankees. I no. like the Jets. No. I like yeah. You've heard that on sports radio. Oh, oh yeah. Totally. It's like, totally. what? No, it's orange and blue. That's what it is for me. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I get, like, as a host who maybe has to talk about sports for six hours a day, I understand rooting for the city. You want right. the teams to be well. But if you're an actual fan, I actually said to someone the other day, because they said they were a Rangers and Islanders fan, I said, I would actually rather you not like the sport than make those decisions. <laughs> Dan, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, that's when you you got to say, dude, get off the fence right. and yeah. pick a team. And if you want to be Islanders fan this year because they're good and next year, I don't know, maybe we're, we're – middle of the road but the Rangers better then go but just pick one exactly make a decision make it, yeah right. make a decision yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the only sport you can possibly do that in is football with the Jets and Giants now no. well I will say this I'm a devout Jet fan but I've been yeah. to two Super Bowls because of my job right. with the Giants so I don't remember the name who was the guy who kicked the Giants into the Super Bowl against Green Bay he was lining up oh, the uh, kick, and, and he missed the first one, right? That's right. He's yeah. lining up in overtime. Yep. I was literally on the phone uh, making reservations for Arizona. Right. Like, and then he made it, and I yeah. booked I booked because back then, who, I, didn't, I didn't have easy internet. I wouldn't, <laughs> I, I, you know, you were on the, talking to someone, yeah. and I booked it on the phone, and then, you know, the station sent us out. The Super Bowl is great to cover. I would love for the Stanley Cup to be in Uniondale. Yes. You know? That's, that's, that's the next dream, to understand it. Like, obviously, I was younger when they won, and it almost seems like the 80s are black and white when you look back. Like, the 80s seems like the 40s, doesn't it? It looks and like the Zabruder film. It's just yes, grainy, right? yes, yeah, yeah, grainy you, video. You kind of feel that way. Right, and VHS. Yeah, he, he might have been offside, but there's no replay. You know what? I will take it, because those are the <laughs> breaks in the game. Sometimes you get the breaks. Obviously, the Islanders got no breaks against Detroit, no, a no, horrible no. team, yes. right? They and, well. they got, and they play yeah, well, they're no breaks. But sometimes the right. gods smile on you, and you say thank you very much, and you kiss the cup, and you move on. But I want to experience it as an adult. I agree. Yeah. You know, I really do. I want to sit there and cry when they yeah. win. You well, know? I just want to experience, because you guys are lucky. You had the dynasty years. I grew up a Whaler fan. And, like, okay, you guys want to talk about bad franchises? <laughs> You have no idea. I actually, you, I think I have to question myself. You know, well, I had the opportunity to pick any team in the league after the Whalers moved on me. Still not over that. Um, I picked the Islanders because I was living in I was living in Stratford, Connecticut at the time, and then the Sound Tigers moved in next door. And it's like I need a hockey team again. And no one would ever accuse me of jumping on the bandwagon at the time. Okay, so the Whalers left was it '97? '97, yeah. I was teamless. '97. No, yeah, I had no team for three the years. The Islanders maybe got. 65 points a year. I know. I had no team for three years. And you so in my lifetime, though, in my lifetime, I have only seen a hockey team that I support get out of the first round twice. Twice. 1986 against Quebec, 
and they threw a parade for him. That's how surprised they were. Wow. They threw a parade at downtown Hartford for the whale. That was a great team. They screwed it up when they traded Francis. Um, and then when uh, that guy scored the game-winning goal against the Panthers. Oh, yeah. The yeah. guy who yeah. Yeah. plays yeah. elsewhere now. Yeah. So those are the only two times uh, – Voldemort, we'll not say his name uh, – that's the only two times I've actually seen uh, a team that I like get out of the first round. So I'm ready for a run. Let's go. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the guy who we don't mention his name. <laughs> but you know what? I don't want you if you don't want to play Agreed. for my sweater. Agreed. And you if you don't want to be here, leave. I thought the only, the only time the Islanders score more than two goals is against Toronto, right? That's the <laughs> yeah. way it seems. Yeah. And, but I also think that the next time around, and hopefully our playoff um, seeding or we'd be more entrenched in, in what is what eight games from now is when yeah. they play yep. Toronto right. again. But you know what? I don't think it's going to be that emotional anymore because I think we were all it was like seeing your old girlfriend or whatever and it's like sure. oh god he's, he's with that other guy and it's killing <laughs> me right? But then the next time you're like okay I, I can handle that a little better. This time it just who cares? Exactly. It's a who cares now. That, yeah it's an ambivalent. It's mm -hmm. like it means you're over it. Yeah, if, you, if you're not upset, if you're not mad, it just means you're over it. And, like, I guess if you look at it now, if I, we had to lose 91 to get Lou and Trotz, okay. We're going to be fine. This I team's going to be fine. Can you, I just don't understand the Capitals, how they could let Trotz go. Seriously. Yeah. I really I, – I, he, what he did with that team, and they were supposed to win. And when you're supposed to win, there is so much pressure. And I think that's what the Islanders went through recently – they started coming into games after that Toronto game, and that they played a, They ran out of gas in that third period against Washington, yeah. and I think emotionally they weren't yep. there. But they also got a – I thought it was a bad call against them on that pe penalty. I think it was, was it Lee in the box. I can't remember who was in the box that led to the power play goal, and then it was quickly 2-1 after that. But I just I, – I feel that, you know, how could you let this guy go? Because look what he's doing. I mean, our talent's pretty good. But what he does and what he means in that locker room, when he yeah. stepped into that locker room, how do you let that go? I don't know. It's how do you lowball him? Yeah. Right. You, right. How, you win the right. Stanley Cup for the first time in your franchise. You have one of the richest owners in sports, and you give him a five hundred thousand dollars raise. Right. It's it's insulting, and I'm glad he came here. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, or, and, and, and you look at the Islanders Islanders defense. It's it's crazy because like it's the same guys as last year. It's the same guy all besides Devontae's. It's the same. Defensive core. Yes. And what a world of difference. Pelican Pullock, say that yeah, fast. Yeah, uh, Pelican Pullock. Yeah, and, and have Butchie say it fast. <laughs> <laughs> remember, wait, remember right. Nielsen, Nelson, and Nelson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that used to be part of the drink. That used to be part of the drinking game. And then straights, right? Straight, 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 straight. And McDonald, McDonald. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a we, can we talk about Devontae for one second? Because I just my love for him is just Quinnipiac. Yes. See, that's that's the cool thing. Like yeah. being a Quinnipiac alum, yeah. it's this pretty cool feeling when you have a kid that you watched in college. And I remember I used to keep telling him like, this kid yeah. can play. This kid can play. This kid can play. He's not going to be there for four years. He can play. And then all of a sudden he's in Bridgeport, and it's cool because there's like four Quinnipiac alum in Bridgeport, and now he's on my favorite team. It's like I never. I guess yeah. you experience that in other sports. If you like college football, college basketball, but you know my little small school is now pumping out NHL players, yeah. and that's pretty cool. Well, I, I mean the thing. Ones that are really good too. But like as you said, in basketball, we all know Zion Williamson, right? Right. We're yeah. watching him. You may be a Duke fan, but you're watching him pretty much every night. You don't see. 
college stars on TV. Right. Maybe on that Big Ten channel. Uh, ESPN Plus, actually. Notre Dame. ESPN Plus has a ton yeah, of hockey. But I'm not going to find that. I know. I'll give you my password. Okay. okay. <laughs> I need the password. Yeah, I'll get, I'll send how, it how do I log in? Uh, I'll show you. We'll, we'll, get you. we'll get you there. But you don't really see that. So you, that's a good experience for you, that when you see a kid who's in college and now – but what I like about him is how he skates, but how he sees the ice and how his pucks are generally on net. Yes. Yeah. I hate when they miss the net. That drives Just me put nuts it on too. Net. Just, or get it close. And it seems so much easier, like as a fan, like of course. how can he not shoot that on net? It just seems so easy, right? Yeah. Right. And then Ryan Pullock went through a stretch like that too, where he couldn't find the ocean. Right. But now he's You know one thing I, th I noticed too, we, we talked about, it. they moved Pollock in. Like when you're taking a 105 mile hour slap shot from the blue line, it could go in. But when you're getting him above the face-off dot and he hits the net, it is going in. Maybe it'll happen on a power play. Maybe. Wait, <laughs> okay, who's played lotto in here? Anyone's playing lotto tonight? You probably have a better chance of winning lotto yeah. than the Islanders getting a power play goal. Right. Probably. Yeah. But not okay. much. Yes. I'll be here all night. Right. <laughs> yes. yeah. So, okay, so Dan, obviously you went to Quinnipiac. I did, yes. And what are they most known for? Uh, the poll. Right, so let's take a quick I worked. I worked one day for the polling institute. Oh, really? It was horrible. Okay. So horrible. <laughs> how many people here were alive the last time the Islanders won the division? Show of hands. Wow, okay. All a right, older crowd. All me right. too, yeah. Okay, yeah. My kind of crowd. Okay, so how important would it be for this team to actually win the division? Uh oh, it would be earth shattering for two reasons. One, you're mentally above the Stanley Cup champions. Yep. Two, yeah. you're above Crosby and Malkin. Yes. Right. And three, you're playing the eighth seed, and it, maybe it's Crosby and Malkin, but <laughs> you're one. <laughs> and you're feeling, you get, for a team that's never been there before and a team that has to learn how to win, expect to win. Being one is pretty big. Plus, right. I would rather take my chances than that. I don't hate the NHL playoffs. I, do I don't too. know about it's anyone awful. else yes, there. Yes, it yeah. sucks. But like knowing Go that. Go back to one day. Yeah. Right, one day. And yes, you may get the same matchup as 2-3 now, but, but it just seems like you won't. Like I'm not right. a mathematician. Maybe someone could look that up and figure, oh, well, all the years, they still would have had these matchups. It just seems yeah. hollow the way they do the playoffs. Right. It yep. just yeah. doesn't work. But yes, I think winning the division means more to them than anyone else, but wouldn't it be nice to see Washington and Pittsburgh 2 3? Yeah, let them play each yeah. other. Right, let right, them right. play each right. other. I'll right. take my chances with Carolina. Yeah, because yep. I mean, not? raising a banner would be so important. I mean, because yes. like, when was the last time they raised a banner? Like for a Jay Z yeah, this concert team needs a banner. or this, Billy this Joel team needs concert? A, yeah, this yeah. team needs a banner. It's, it's important. And, and also, because if you look two, two years ago, when they played, or two, three years ago now, when they played Tampa, they should have had home ice. And you mentioned how badly the whole seating format is for the playoffs. They should have hosted that that playoff series against they Tampa. Should've. It wouldn't have mattered, and but yeah. You never know because a lot of those game overtime and stuff like that. So if they went they through one eight, game too, if I remember, that was terrible. Yeah. Oh, so I was at a I was at a Met game. I was uh, okay. I was at a, a Met game. It was a, wasn't it a Saturday was afternoon? Yeah, it was yeah. A Saturday yeah afternoon. I remember that. I was yeah. I didn't watch the game. I was yeah, watching. I was inside the yeah. Caesars yeah. Club watching the playoff game. Going, right. they are horrible. They yeah. were really bad. Right, and I think it was was a game four when uh, Cappy threw out JT and to Opozo. For like the last couple minutes, and they gave up that tying goal. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was. Like, yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. Well, Trotz would never do that now. So. <laughs> no, 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 he wouldn't. No. Yeah, I think one of my worst memories was uh, um, was it Franz Nielsen who tipped in the goal against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and they lost the playoff game, but they lost the playoff series. I don't remember that. That was um, the game six, game. right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. It was yeah. off his stick. It was off his stick, yeah. That was either Latang or Pick. Or Pick, yeah. Because yeah. he hadn't scored in like 20 yeah. years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he scored twice in that yeah. game, I think. And, and I've been to like a lot of playoff games. Uh, 93 was super loud. Yeah. Uh, 2002, when they first came back to the playoffs. But that game three, 
in 2013 was like one of the loudest I've ever heard that place. Yeah, I was at that game yeah. too. Well, that's the beauty of the Coliseum. Like, if you get a chance to get to NHL arenas, if you go to San Jose, it's really like a carbon copy of the Islanders because San Jose has this like low, low, yep, this yeah. low ceiling, and it's very. You feel like you're there, and um, it's not there anymore. The old Joe had a, that stench. Is you could say piss and vinegar. But there's so much <laughs> hockey history there. And, and, you know, it's, it's, we were talking about Charles Wong, and, and I, I think one of the things I like so much about Charles is that he always remembered your name. Now, I, I was the, the in-between period guy, not on MSG yet, just whenever, and he'd be like, hey, CJ, how are you? And it's like, you're this billionaire guy. You've got a million things going on. He remembered people's names. I always right. remember that about him. And his heart was in the right place. It just, yeah. it just didn't work out, and sometimes it, it yeah. doesn't work out. He wanted to do it, but maybe he just – didn't know the right way or the political way to do it in Nassau County back then. Right. There's a lot of hurdles to jump over to get anything done. Yeah. It's, it's I feel like Lou would put people in a body bag to get that done. <laughs> Seriously, he will make people disappear to get this arena done. I'm not even remotely concerned. Well, maybe I'm a little concerned. I don't know. But no, I'm not even remotely concerned yet. I, yes. I can't understand. I can't see why they wouldn't be there. And I always call it when I'm in Fios, I always call it the Islanders Ice Palace. Because I like saying it's a palace because right. it, it, we need a palace. Yes. We deserve yeah. a palace. The fan base needs something like that where you're going and it's amazing to walk in yes. and you feel the sense of pride the organization has. Uh, I, I, you know, I've been to a number of arenas and you walk into Columbus. Well, you don't really think of Columbus as a bastion of hockey, but it's a nice arena. It is. It really is. And it's a nice setup all around it. It's one-stop shopping. I love Arizona. Arizona's amazing. One of my One of my best memories from covering the team with MSG was we were, we lost on a, I want to say we lost, it was New Year's Eve afternoon, got on a plane, and ironically, we landed in Kansas City to refuel. <laughs> I swear to God. And, and we were, just the ironicness of that, right? You remember, so then we get up in the air, they hand out beer, because we're time zone, right? And then we get to Arizona, because the time change, we got to Celebrate New Year's again. First time I, with where, where it was, I celebrated New Year's like twice, two or three times. And Arizona is just a great place to go see a game. It's everything is there. The hotel is right there. The arena, the arena is nice. And uh, hey, the, we're going to see the Coyotes here in, in yeah, ten days. Yeah. Yes, yes. Ten days or two weeks. Well, and ten, they're playing ne great hockey weekend, too. Right? Yeah. I think it's next weekend. They're in a playoff spot right now. Yeah, and it's funny because you you think Barry Trotz, you know, Jack Adams Award, he's going to win it. But Rick Tockett, yeah. I mean, he's probably a close second. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. He's having a great year. Well, you know, Islanders get no respect. I mean, no, you saw right. at the end of the game. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, the stick, the, you have to call the high stick. I yeah. agree. Right. Well, when Barzell gets knocked over after. Barzell gets mugged. Yeah. He gets there, mugged every night. Yeah. And it's like the guy gets no respect. I don't understand why. I don't understand what this league has to do. And we saw it with the hit um, on Boychuk. Right. Yeah. I don't understand this league, why it doesn't protect their players, and it doesn't take a, a stand against hits to the head. I mean, there should be a 10-game minimum. I, I've always felt that way because you need to protect your players. Yeah, maybe your guy commits the penalty. It's hard on you. You can't do this stuff anymore. It's, it's 2019. I will say this. The fact that Voracek, Malkin, and McDavid have all been suspended in the past month, I think that's a step in the right direction. Now, it's only a game or two here and there, but the fact that they are finally willing to penalized their superstars. You know, a few years ago, those guys right. would never get that call. My biggest problem is the league has always been uh, reactive instead of proactive. 
it's like it's always the what happens after the hit, the result of the hit, not the cause. Right. Like if I try and kill Noel, I'm gonna go to jail whether I'm successful or not. So it's like it shouldn't be. Oh, Boychuk's hurt. Okay, he gets suspended. No. There was intent to injure there. Right. And whether the result of the guy gets up and misses 10 games or doesn't miss a shift should not matter. Yeah, I, I, I think there has to be I'm, – I'm sick of the NHL old school justice. Yeah. Yes. I want some new school justice. Even if it affects my team, I don't want to see another player get injured. Right. I mean, yes, if it is a, a collision that happens, there's nothing you do about that. But right. if you – there's an intent to injure, there has – it's not that the league doesn't take it seriously – I just don't think they get the gravity of, uh, from a fan's perspective, of, of losing a player and seeing right. the, the other team's guys back after two games. Your guy is sitting in a dark room because he's sick. Yep. You know? Yeah. Well, CJ, this was great. Thank oh, you thank for you. a few minutes today. CJ Popper, everybody. CJ Popper, everyone. Thanks so much. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So we're coming from the Offsides Tavern and one of the only Islander bars, if not the only Islander bar in the city. I think there's a second one now. Oh, really? It's in the Upper East Side, yeah. Uh, I don't know the name of it. The but they don't, they don't have us here. They, don't, they never asked us to come here, so, so I don't, I don't so know So they're dead to is. us. No. Okay. It's something so hockey-related. The owner here is Nick, and we're going to have Nick come up for a few minutes. Yes, Nick. Yeah. Hey, guys. First of all, I want to thank you guys for uh, putting me on after um, somebody who talks for a living. So this is really funny thing is just yeah. I want to talk about when CJ was up there, but like CJ and I work together every so often, and I direct his show, so we have a director anchor relationship. Oh, good. Which good. pretty much is just me saying, CJ, look here. <laughs> CJ, talk now. <laughs> CJ, turn here. <laughs> CJ, stop talking. CJ, stop talking. <laughs> right? Am I right? You yeah. do, which is very rare, which is very rare. So it's nice, you know. So it's not, yeah. it's, it's all, sm it's all okay. smoke and mirrors. Oh, I okay, see. It's all smoke and mirrors. All right. So by, by the end of this, I'm going to. Yes. Yeah. If, there, if there was no teleprompter, yeah, like yeah. things would be on fire okay. in television. All right. Fair. So you opened this bar a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, we just yeah. had two years in January. Wow, yeah. it's only, only two years. Yeah. Only two wow. years. Yeah. Yeah. So like. What like what was your like whole premise of opening? Like you're a lifelong Islander fan. You just felt like yeah. Hey, no, I mean I've been I've been doing um, bars and restaurants for almost twenty years. Wow, okay. this is the first time where it's where it's mine, where right. I own it. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean wanted to do a sports bar, and it was yeah it was a no brainer to make it an Islander bar right. because they're they're. There wasn't one. Yeah. Right. And I give a shit. It. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. So yeah. Uh, just. You know, like social media is is your friend it when is. it comes to something, yeah. and it was slow going. I mean, in, in the beginning, you know, first when we opened, it was January, so season was halfway Family. done at that point. But I still, you know, yeah. hit blogs and 
tweet it out as right. much as I could. It was, you know, it was the Wild West for me. I didn't really know the hell I was doing. Right, and Dan uh, and I have been to like a ton of sports bars, and yeah. I'm not saying this because it, it is an Islanders bar, right. but it's one of the best ones I've ever been to. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you created a whole. Great. Yeah, that's yeah. No. Right. You know, and like and you, you look. <laughs> and and you look at a place like this, um, even today, St. Patrick's Day, you got the parade. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. yeah. But still, yeah, I mean, you, you have a ton of honor fans just coming here yeah. right. just to watch the game, not even dealing with. Well, they're, not, they're not coming to see us, they're coming to see Jillian. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just, you know, it's a testament how, like, you know, far you've come in such a short time. Uh, why? Thank you. I mean, l yeah. like I said, it was it's it's oh, been right. almost twenty years from you know right. being a cook at a Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a you true story. The one on Old Country Road, the one <laughs> right there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, When I was when I was fifteen years old, I was a cook at that yeah. Pizza Hut. I used to walk to work, and uh, <laughs> and then I started working at the Cheesecake Factory right across the street. Nice. And here we are, well, guys. <laughs> Did you expect it to get? This popular though, this soon? Um, it's almost like your bar went viral. Uh, it it yeah. kind of did because of that commercial that yes. I don't know if you guys have seen on, yeah. on MSG. Yeah. yeah. Um, and luckily, MSG shows those commercials uh, consistently. So yeah, that's good. yeah. Pretty pretty much yeah. every commercial break, yes. one of the commercials is going up there. And yeah, and I mean that was that. There's the power of social media right there. I mean, I wasn't you know tweeting like, oh my god, MSG's gonna put out a commercial about us, it just kind of happened organically. Right. Like, they, re they reached out to me. They were like, we see you. We see what you're doing. We want to do a spot on you. And I was like, ah, let me think about it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and the commercial went out, and that, I mean, that put us in a different stratosphere. Sure. I mean, who knew? People watch television. Who knew, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, MSG Plus famous. Yes, yes. You know. Yes, yes. Right. yes. Sometimes when the devils are playing. The auxiliary channel, the what, two, what freaking channel are they on in HD yeah, tonight? Yeah. Google what yeah. channel it is. I hate your cable vision. What yeah. channel are they on? Right. Yes. Um, so yeah, so th yeah, the commercial, the commercial aired, and um, it kind of, it, it's been incredible. And I'm just trying to like make a home for you guys, and that's that's. That's my job right now. You done it. All-star cabin! All-star And you've done a great job of that, too. One thing people, like, w one thing, too, is really great if you, um, when you're when it's not hockey season or when the Islanders aren't playing, is Mario Kart Mondays. Oh, yeah, Mario Kart Monday. That's, that's a real thing. Yes. That's yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I yes. literally just made the bar that I want to go to. Yes, uh, and hope that other people, people want to. to go to that same bar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mario Kart Monday tournament every Monday. Uh, it's insane. Some of the people who are they're way too good at the game. They <laughs> yeah, make it, yeah. They make yeah, it yep. not fun, so we make them play with the controller behind the thing. Oh yeah, the chunks. Yeah, they know secret shortcuts. Shortcuts. Yep. It's a whole fucking yep. thing. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully for your sake, I don't know to make the playoffs. This place yeah. will be packed. Yeah, I don't even know what to do. We'll be. We'll <laughs> I, I, I know. Right? I, like the playoffs are coming. Yes. Like, it's like yes. winter. You'll you know, they're, yeah. they're coming. Winter, winter is coming. Yes. Winter is yeah. coming. Yes. Um, and I, uh, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, if a thousand people show up, like our, 
our legal occupancy is 74. <laughs> We're over that right now. <laughs> like, if, like, when the, when the Islanders make the playoffs yes, and, when. And, and the games are on, like, literally, I've, we, I was talking about it last night with a few friends, and I, I think what we have to do is just, you know, cap it at, at 74. 74, <laughs> yep. Times yep. two. Um, and and then just first come first serve it. I think right. that's the the only fair way. So like, there's gonna be tents outside my bar. Yeah. The night before, I hope. I mean, I don't hope. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, are those the new Jordans? No, yeah, exactly. no, it's an Islander playoff game. <laughs> Since you made the Game of Thrones reference, yeah. the Islanders are definitely House Stark. They yeah. have been red wedding yeah. hundreds yeah. of times, yeah. and now Arya is back to kick some ass. Yeah, and this is our redemption. So maybe. Okay. I mean, we're definitely House Stark. Yeah, we're I not guess. spoiled. I, I, yeah, maybe Matt Martin's Jon Snow. Maybe. You know, he d- he died for a minute. Yep. And then he came back. Yeah. Then he came back. Yep. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. That, okay. Now that's my whole thing. Lou's the three-eyed cast. raven. Lou is the three-eyed raven. Yeah. Yeah. And Jade. Joffrey. Joffrey. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. He's Theon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Theon. Do you know? He was, he was part of us. And then he, he has no yes, balls. And he has no yes, balls. Yes, or dick. Yes. He doesn't. He no Reek. longer has His name is Reek. Oh, my. That's what we should call him now. We should call him Just Reek. Just Reek. Reek. There's a new chant. Oh, God. I love that. I'll have to talk to the uh, Blue and Orange Army. We've got to make that happen. Yeah. There's your new chant. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nick, thanks for a few minutes. Yes. Yeah, of course. Thank you, Thank you guys. Thank you guys all for yes. coming. Yes. Do you like the host? I'm I'm just here, you know. What do you like, the Ed McMahon or the Andy Richter? Yes. We got a true story. Ed McMahon built a communication school at Quinnipiac. Oh, he did? He did. Oh, nice. So there you go. I did not know that. Next to the Murray Lender School of Business. Okay. Yes. Cool. All right. So earlier in the year, our podcast joins Lighthouse Hockey. That's my phone. Was that your phone? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Speaking of can I have um, mine back? What's that? Can I have my phone back? You jacked my Get up? Yeah, I am. If you can't tell, we've known each other for 19 years? Yeah. 19 years, yes. Way too long. Yes. Okay. So From Bristol, Connecticut to Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> so before um, I was getting interrupted by my phone. Yep. Yeah. Our show joined Lighthouse Hockey early in the year, and there's another fabulous podcast on our sh- on the network called Islanders Anxiety. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. And the host is here with us, too, Dan Saracini. Dan. Come on up, Dan. Thank you. Wow. Yes. What a salute. <laughs> if you also don't know, he has he has a Golden Girls podcast. I do as have well. a Golden Girls That's podcast. That's a true story. True. It's an amazing podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank yeah. you. But we're we're happy we've joined forces here. This is good. This is great. I'm I'm wearing my Infinity Gauntlet T-shirt. Although we're not in an Infinity War here. No. Uh, no. We're, we're all, yes. It's great to meet you again, Noel, and Likewise. great to meet you, Dan. Yes. Finally, yes. two Dan's finally coming together. That's right. <laughs> Unstoppable. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So now that our podcasts are all together, one Dan can fill in for the other. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm always yes. available. Yes. Literally, I'm I, always I, available. Absolutely. Nothing going on at all. Yeah. <laughs> in my life. At yeah. All. In my life at all. <laughs> yeah. So. 
Last year, you, uh, well, I guess it was a two-year process. This was a process. Whole, um, I guess I'll mention his name once, John Tavares. He did yes. the whole John Tavares encyclopedia, and I yes. guess that Freak. kind of like Freak. ruined you for a little bit. Yes, the best and worst thing I've ever done in yeah. my entire life. Yeah. 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 It was absolutely fabulous. Um, <laughs> fabulous and terrible Yeah, also first of all, why? Yeah, what, what made you want to do this to yourself? Why do you hate yourself so much? Those uh, are pretty similar questions, the, I guess. The answer to why is because I'm a dope. Yeah. And the reason Fair. I'm a dope is because I didn't think it was going to go on for two years. That's uh, true. Uh, uh, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, for, for those who don't know, I wrote three volumes of the John Tavares Free Agency it's Encyclopedia. Amazing. Uh, it's uh, amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and the first, the first volume of it, the original title was uh, the complete encyclopedia of John Tavares telling the Toronto Maple Leafs to get lost because yes, for the yes. first few entries, that's exactly yeah. what he did. He just was like, they would be like, hey, when are you going to join the Leafs? And he'd be like, no, I'm happy here. I love playing here. Yeah, I wouldn't count on it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I wouldn't count on that. And, um, you know, I believed him and it went on for a long time. And as we went into volume two, I was like, I got to change the title because this is getting kind of weird. Right. And then by the end of it, I was like, I was literally burnt out. Like you I were, could, no, you I were. Was, like I, there were times reading it, I could feel your pain. I, I can also feel like we needed to make phone calls because I was concerned about your well-being. I actually, this is a true story. I when it was over, you know, you, you, I mean, we see, you know, web traffic and stuff. Sure. We never really know. And and when it was all over, and I was like, I need to step away. I think I gotta, <laughs> I gotta take a long break from the <laughs> yeah, Islanders, from right. hockey, from life, whatever. Uh, actually, Elliot Friedman actually reached out to me and was like, I, I want you to, I, I really was worried about you and I want you to take a break and I hope you're okay. And I was like, thank you very much, Elliot. I really great, appreciate great that. Guy, wow. great, yeah, great, great guy, by the way. Great guy. And I was like, you know, I, I said some unkind things about this guy's friends and that was very nice of him to reach <laughs> out and, and be concerned for my well-being. Right. But yeah, I, I was done. And, and on our podcast, you know, Mike, my partner and I, we joked that we didn't even know we were going to have a podcast this year because when right. that whole thing happened, we didn't know what we were going to do. But in comes Lou, in comes Barry, in comes, you know, a bunch of guys. And before you know it, we're as invested this year as we have ever been in any season that we've done it. And it's just, it's just been awesome to it's watch. Fun. It's been a fun it's season fun. to watch. It's just you know? fun. Yeah. And it's amazing, you know, because the moves, you know, that Lou made, you know, Komarov and Pippola. But the biggest one's probably been bringing back Matt Martin. Yeah. And yeah. just reuniting that fourth line. And when the four of them, the three of them are there on that fourth line, they're almost like a third line, pretty much. Yeah. But they're just unbelievable. When one is out, they lose. I mean, they played a fabulous game today. Right. And I joked with Dan, this Dan, yep. um, <laughs> on our last show, that the fourth line is like Voltron. They are like Voltron. Yes, they are. Yeah. Pretty much like when all the lines Ooh, That's are a together. good t-shirt idea for the yes, yes. outside. Yeah. Yeah. Individually, they're very effective. But together, yeah, they're, they can, they're like one of the strongest powers in the universe, basically. Right, yeah. Right. It's pretty wild. I want that shirt. I'm yeah. seeing it in my head right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'll, need it. I'll, I'll talk to Dan later. I, I was okay. telling a, a Flyers podcast I was on before the season that, Boom. you know, yeah, like, you know, Comrade. <laughs> I looked right at you, yeah. Jillian. <laughs> Jillian's from Philly, if you guys don't uh, know. Yeah. So I know you guys all love her. There's the gritty t shirt. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. we, but I like gritty. Uh, I want we like gritty. Gritty's fine. I'm convinced that, that gritty is, is Yuppie's cousin with the Yuppie. crystal meth addiction. Yuppie. I thought it was I thought it was Jake Voracek's cousin. He looks Jake like Jake, he looks like Jake Voracek. Yes. Wait, let me interrupt you guys first. Um, we're sort of this NHL 20. 
Gritty has to be on the cover. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Just, yeah. put oh, yeah. Yeah. Just put Gritty on the cover. Yeah, let's, let's start I, 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 I second yeah. that, yes. I, I might actually buy it for the yeah. first time. I know, I haven't, yeah. yeah. Those uh, kids, in their, I can't do it. Yeah. Like the yeah. Fortnite and all that. Yeah. But uh, I was saying, like, over the offseason, you know, Komarov and Filippola, yeah, we didn't like their signings at the time, yeah. but I, I was all for Matt Martin right. coming back because yes. unlike some other hockey players we know in the NHL, Matt Martin loves being an Islander. He this never wanted to leave. Right. loves being yeah. an Islander. Right. He, you know, yeah, he's great. We love him. You know, I mean, not only is, does he love being an Islander, but, like, his fiance is, yep. you know, yeah. uh, uh, Sydney, and she's got her whole Long Island thing. And, you know, the guy just loves being here. And, and right. like, that's awesome. Like, you know, you could nitpick Matt Martin's game. Obviously, he's not Wayne Gretzky, and that's fine. Yeah. But, like, he loves being here, and he he wears it on his sleeve. And awesome. Whatever they give – I mean, what do they give up? Uh, Eamon McAdam Amy and whatever – Whatever, dude. Like, real funny no story offense, about this. But it's fine. Real good Eamon McAdams story. I'm sure you guys were coming to this podcast to get an Eamon McAdams <laughs> this is what story. I, this is what I hope for. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell the Eamon. Because it's just so a horrible use of your money. <laughs> oh, the stick? I thought oh, you had a jersey. You know uh, have a jersey? No, the stick. Oh, you have a stick of oh, Eamon oh. McAdams. All right. So my son, Zach, big Islander fan. Why the come couldn't get past the bouncer? Yeah. I mean, he looks 17. He's only 14. So maybe next year he'll look 20. Good looking kid. Looks like his mother. Yo, God. Thank God. Yep. He has a big Islander stick collection. You know, his first one, he got Anders Lee at a game in Boston. He got Ryan Pulak, Devontae's, um, he's got Josh Bailey already. My daughter loves Tanner Fritz, so he got Tanner Fritz's stick. <laughs> but he only wanted, for some reason, a McAdam because he played in Bridgeport. Who's also bit. on the podcast. He was, he was on, on our, our podcast. Yeah, he was. He was at Penn State. Uh, yeah, but he was yeah. at Penn State. We've gotten some weird guests. So <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Weiner. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, yeah. He was one of our guests yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. 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 Yeah, now we're digressing. But yeah, we yeah. completely. That's what we do. Yeah. We digress. We have celebrities, Hall of Famers, ex-convicts. I mean, yes. we have everybody. <laughs> yes, all in one. We basically yeah. don't discriminate on, on the Islanders Buzz podcast. If you like the Islanders, we don't care. We don't do a background yeah. check, okay? <laughs> so if you like the Islanders, you can yeah. come on the show. <laughs> yeah. So he... Um, he yeah, I was going to uh, say, we'll try, we'll too, try. Too soon, yeah. too soon. <laughs> so um, he actually bought... I, I contributed, of course. Um, yeah. The Amy McAdams stick. You bought. I bought. You yeah. bought. <laughs> he basically contributed nothing, but I, I bought Amy McAdams stick. Yep. Only for him a week later, really. Yes. For him to get traded. But you remember when he was in emergency uh, call up this year, for like a week for the he was backing up. Oh, he got called to Toronto. Yeah, right, he, right. He was right. like the emergency goalie. When he all the goalies he, were yeah, hurt. Yeah, he was yeah. backing up. Was it uh, Garrett Sparks? I That's think. That's right. Yeah. And there were a lot of people on Twitter like, "Oh my God, the Islanders lost that trade because McAdam <laughs> made the NHL." Yeah, okay. yeah, now he's like in the ECHL. He's back in the ECHL yeah. where he belongs. Yeah. No offense, Aiden. <laughs> yeah, but hell of a nice guy. But you know, I'm glad we got Matt Martin for him. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. it's just sure. you. You want guys who want to be here. Yeah, and, and it's like the, you know the fan base is hard on Josh Bailey, and I think like look, I mean like it drives me nuts. It's like when you draft someone at ninth overall, mm. they might not be a 75 point goal scorer. They might not be a 35 point goal scorer, but he's a consistent top six forward. But he chose to stay here. He could have left. He could have taken a lot more money. He said, I want to be an Islander. I want to stay here. I respect that. Even though Rick DiPietro didn't quite work out, when no one wanted to stay yeah, here, to stay. he stayed sure. here. Yeah. Mark Streit wanted to come here. Yeah. Kyle Oposo wanted to stay here. Those are the guys that stick, you yeah. know? Josh Bailey, his nickname should be the rebuild at this point because he's <laughs> yes. the only one left. Yes. Yeah. He's, it started in 2008 with him, and he is the only one who has remained. So, yeah, I mean, I've come around to Bailey. He is kind of frustrating at times. He but is. No, but he he's is. a good player. I mean, good player. And, you know, the All-Star game is kind of like, you know, a lot of people kind of forget about it. Most people don't even watch it. But I was actually... 
thrilled for him to play yes, an all-star yeah, absolutely. game. Like, that's good for him. You yes. know? Yeah. Like, enjoy it. Have, have fun there because you never know when you're going to get back. Right. Oh, right. Good for him. Yeah. And, and with all said and done, he's going to end up playing the most games now Probably. in history. Yeah. Probably. It's yes. amazing. Yes. Yeah, right? yeah. Who had that on their bingo? No, <laughs> absolutely not. And I, we mentioned it too. But if anybody tries to call Josh Bailey Mr. Islander, Bob Nyshaw is going to come to your house and beat the hell yeah. out of you. And so. then we yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no offense to Josh Bailey, but there's only one Mr. Islander. I'd be nice if any forward would score a goal right now. Seriously. Yeah, right. Seriously. I'm Anybody. not picking. Yeah, I would take Thomas Grice scoring right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seriously, it does not matter. Anybody. But uh, we just started a new venture. Yes, we have. Th- this week. We've joined forces. Yeah. Yes, yes. We've it's joined like, It's kind of like um, like the Avengers yes. and the Guardians of the Galaxy all coming together. together. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All on uh, this new uh, SB Nation podcast network. So yep. we're all on there. So if you're already subscribed to us, you don't have to do anything. That's right. Uh, but yeah. now you'll get our show. You'll get... Dan and Noel's show, yep. and uh, any other future Lighthouse Hockey podcast, hint, hint, yes. yeah. wink, wink, yep. you know, uh, that might come out uh, later on. And uh, yeah, no, it's going to be great, and you are going to hear some ads, but hey, you never know. Maybe yeah, there's we something have on there you want to listen to, and yeah. maybe We're somebody will hear an ad for one of our shows and be like, the Islanders have a podcast? And then yeah. Two, as a matter of fact. So, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you could be listening to a Dallas Mavericks podcast yep. and hear a promo and for there our is us. So, so No, it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to get us uh, a lot more widespread... Uh, you know, listenership, and yes. and it's like we actually have support now as opposed to doing it separately yeah. in different platforms. Right. So I'm very excited for it. Instead I know of competing with each other, we've joined forces. Yes, yeah. joined forces. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. But we're going to have Dan come back in a few minutes when uh, we interview Nick. But thank you for All right, thank you very much. Yes. I'll be back. All right, thank you. thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, so our next guest, we interviewed, I don't know, how many years ago now? Four years? Four? Four years, four ago? years ago, yes. Yeah, before she took the internet by storm. Yes, we were her first interview. Yeah. Yes, and she, I believe she was sick the night before. Is that, is that see? I, I, yeah. I remember. Right. And she, yeah, yes. and she's still, you know, in communication with us after she hit the big time, but yep. here she is, Jillian Fisher. <laughs> Five drinks in. No, no, bring your drink up here. Yes, that's fine. That's fine. Professional. Hi, guys. Uh, no, I just want to give an appreciation to CJ's pants right now. Like, I can't stop. Like, they're amazing. Can we get a round of applause for that right now? Like, that's. <laughs> I think when you. I, would, I can't stop looking at them. I yeah. seriously can't. They're, they're awesome. <laughs> He's a handsome man, too. I know. I, the pants yeah. are great. Yes. <laughs> I, I, th- I think they need a Twitter account. CJ's pants. CJ's pants Twitter account. I like yeah. it. There you yes. go. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. I, I know. I know. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for being here. Thank yeah. you guys for having me. I know. Inviting me. I know. It's just that we've known each other for, for four years. This is the first time we've actually met in person. That's the power of the internet. I know. Love the internet for that. And we've done yeah. hundreds and hours and hours and hours of shows together. So it's I just, know. It's, yeah. it's wild how far and how much how many things have grown and how things have changed. And it's just 
it's a lot of fun to be here, and I, I've always loved the Islanders. You guys have known that. I've yeah. always been really big supporters of you guys, so it's really fun to see it. Yeah, because you spent the whole game with the Blue and Orange Army. A couple of them, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, of them. and yeah. you made it out alive. Yeah, I've done I've done a quite a few games here in uh, New York, and I've, I've I've just always loved the passion. I've always felt like you choose to be an Islanders fan. The passion there is just so different than really right. anywhere else you go, and it it stuck with me, and I've always remembered it honestly. Well, you're a big soccer fan too, and it really I always thought it has it has that European soccer it feel does. to it. It does. It because again, Where it's, it's like well, a you part might of your life. Yeah, it's part of your life. You're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> Someone might get hit with a road yeah. flare. Yeah, yeah. People are gonna get arrested. Yeah. And yeah. It's and I think like that's that's people, before the game. Yeah, that's, bef that's just before <laughs> the game. You don't know what happens after. But it's and I think people sometimes judge it in the hockey world because right. it's a little bit different. But I think it's a great way to be a fan. And it's just, you know, I, you guys know I've been I've been around the traveled so much, yes. right. experienced so many different fan bases, and this one always sticks with me. Well, see, that's good. Yeah, because then when you become an Islander fan, it's like. You're an honor for life. And That's they bring right. you, you're it's like, like family. They bring you in. Like I said, I yeah. walked in here and One they were of offering us. me like shot yeah. of Jameson, right. shot of tequila. I'm like, guys, I can't. I got to go talk. Like I can't. <laughs> I can't do that right now. But it was just like you've become part of the family. It really is really special. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just crazy. Like, you know, from when we first started this four years ago when we first met mm -hmm. you as well, we had you on. It's like, you know, we just had this tiny little podcast, right. and now we're, yeah. like, on Spotify, and she's on the NHL Network. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Wait, it's I mean, like, you know, the videos you do are, are fantastic. They're very entertaining. Um, first off, how do you decide just to come up with one, and well, how long does it take? Well, you guys know. You guys know more than anybody. Right. Yeah, like, we, I've we really do. been passionate right. about this idea of bringing humor into sports. And, like, right. I know the humor isn't for everyone, but, like, the idea of representing fans has sure. always been so fun for me. And it's really intimidating to kind of, I feel like, is there a really bad echo? Yeah, Can you guys yeah. hear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I need to move. Come, yeah. Here, let's move. I need to move closer. Okay. Away hold on. Away from the speaker. Okay. Let's see. Is that better? Is that better, guys? That is better. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, so you guys know that I've been passionate about making sports kind of humorous. And it's just, it's been this thing that's been building in me for a while. And I, I was always a really afraid to put myself out there sure. on the internet. Yeah. You just, no, it's I it's a scary it. place. Yeah. It's a really we, scary we place. We've been called terrible things. Yeah, and people terrible get so things. angry. I yes. mean, you guys know people get so mad about the littlest yeah. things. And I just wasn't expecting it. But yeah. it, the response has been really fun. Just hearing people say, like, your videos brighten my day. And things like that mean so much to me. And I, I always want to feel like I've represented a team well. That's right. so important to me. Right. Well, the funny, the, the, the one you did for the trade deadline, I just will never forget, because you, you do all the teams, yeah. you do a quick little viral thing of all the teams, you have all the very expensive wardrobes, yeah. you yeah. have to have shirts for every years team. in the making, years, okay. years, like six years in the making, but I've right. collected You're them. cutting away the people's, you know, people's uh, opinions of their teams yeah. at the trade deadline and whatnot, and you just, you're, you're just in the kitchen for the Ottawa Senators, and you're just pouring <laughs> vodka, just straight into a glass. Straight vodka the into the blender, whole yeah. Bottle. Yeah, I'm like, that is just, that is just perfect. Because yes. like they are like the new Islanders fan base. I and I do. I feel bad. I feel bad. For I do them feel bad I for do. them. I mean, they did. They did crap on Toronto for a while. So they did. like right. you know, like That's kind of. Good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't can't be mad at them yeah. for that. And right. so, uh, but it just feel bad because like obviously any hockey fan is super passionate. So right. like, you want them to you want their team yeah. to be exciting. And it's just their owner is just such a mess. And it's just like you don't want to yeah. see that. It's not good for right. anybody. So no, it's not. Luckily, you guys aren't there though. Like you guys are exciting. You're fun. Yeah. It's, you know. I didn't think this season. I, I really, I was one of the people who didn't think this season. So like, I admit I was wrong. I'm not gonna so lie. Fun. We, we didn't so either. We're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, I was hoping like if like 95 things went right, maybe we'd be in the playoffs. <laughs> but you know, what I feel like we were like you know, that movie. She's all that. 
you know, like, we're, we were like the, the attractive girl, but we she had the glasses and the ponytail, <laughs> and no one paid attention to us, then you took off the glasses and the ponytail, and boom. And everyone Rachel was paying attention. like, whoa. Well, like, honestly, still to this day, I feel like people don't give you guys the credit you deserve. I'm okay so. with that, though. And I, I feel like it plays into being an Islanders fan. Right. It really does. Like, that's what I know Islanders fans for. There's always, like, this little bit chip on their shoulder, because you're always, like, well, everyone thinks about every other team. And it's a shame because there's so much passion and it's so fun. Like if right. you go to a game, it's so fun and you guys are good and exciting right now. So yes. it's a shame that they don't get it, but I think it fits so well and it really it plays into perfectly into the fandom here. It's funny because we know we both we work at so many different places. I work at so many. It's like I work at so many different places and like. So you know, I'm usually known, and CJ knows this, we're known as the Islander guys. Like when we work together and they, like, they come over and ask us stuff. And it's like there are times where I actually look at producers or even other anchors like, guys, sometimes I just don't talk about them. <laughs> if, if you, if you just, I'd rather you not talk about them if you're going to screw it up that badly. You have yeah, no idea. If I have to explain to you why, you're boo why they're booing the guy oh, from Toronto. Don't even get me started on that. Yeah. You guys know oh, that I, I was on a rampage on oh, you Twitter were, you were like, yeah, You were like I a was, woman scorned. Oh, man, I was mad about that. Because, well, one, there was just so much misinformation. There was, right. Like, the amount of people who were like, well, Matt Sundin. And I'm like, shut up. It's yeah. not the same thing. Right. No, it's Clearly not. Clearly not. Yeah. And, like, yes, he was entitled to do whatever he wanted to do. That doesn't make him any less of a jerk or, uh, I wanted to say worse words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> I Reek. was like, oh, no, a couple yeah. other words almost came off my mouth there. Reek. Sorry. Reek. <laughs> yeah. But, like, and, and, like, again, he's allowed to do it. Yes. But, like. Also, you're allowed to boo him and think he's a jerk for doing what he Absolutely. did because he, in my opinion, he was. Like, Mr. It was, Robot. Well, like, again, and I'm not saying this to, like, you Islanders. Like, no, I, if he did it in Philly, I'd be freaking pissed, yeah. too. Oh, like, if he did it in Philly, like, oh, you know, he'd be everyone, hanging upside down like Mussolini. Listen, but I always said to people, because I had a couple people in Philly, be like, well, why are they so mad? I'm like, trust me. If this was <laughs> Philly, we would be making headlines, too. Okay, guys? Like, don't think we're any better because, like, We'd all be mad. It wasn't a. It was. It didn't go down. You well. threw snowballs at Santa Claus. Listen, there would be much worse for him oh, than I that. Know. Yeah. Batteries at Jimmy Drew. It went down Lurvin so bad, and I was so frustrated with how people were responding to it, and it just. I didn't. I didn't understand why people didn't understand it. It was very, very <laughs> frustrating for me. Very upsetting. And the funny thing too, the ironic part is, like you know, we we had to hear from the Great White North up there. Um, how we're supposed to react when someone left. Uh, you, this is how you're supposed to do it. And then a couple weeks later, they're booing their own team off yeah, the ice. Oh, yeah. I tweeted about right. that, too, yeah. because yeah. I couldn't, right. like, well, yeah. and, like, this, this, yeah, like, you're booing your own team. I was like, oh, the irony. Like, yeah. like I didn't yeah. say anything else, but it was just ironic. And they like to act like if, if that same thing didn't happen with Matthews, the same thing, and he ended up in Arizona. When? When? <laughs> which would be even funnier yeah. for me. Because something's, like, something's not right there. Yeah, like, and, and uh, he, you know, he says, I want to stay in Toronto. Toronto's yeah. my new home. I love Toronto. He's going to be great in Houston. Yeah, <laughs> in Houston. Houston, yeah. Yeah, I get in trouble for making Houston jokes about Arizona. Yeah. But, yeah. but like, they act like they wouldn't be just as upset oh, about it the so way it bad. went down. And yeah. I just, it's, it's frustrating for me, the fact that people just, the misinformation, I think that's what really upset me. And that's revisionist history with Sundin, too, because he refused yes. to win his no trade clause. Exactly. So he refused yeah. to get traded when yeah. they could have right. got some assets for there him. There was multiple, exactly. multiple. And they weren't happy about that. No. And then St. Louis was a little bitch in Tampa. Yeah, it was and he, he, he was mad because Stevie Y didn't put exactly. on the Olympic team. Exactly. And he's like, trade me only to the Rangers. Only. Trade me only to there the were, Rangers. There are no situations, really, that I can think of in my, my recent history where anything was similar to this. Where right. Not only did you, like, the fact that you didn't get anything for him because he asked to not be traded. Right. Yes. Like, and then to constantly tell people, and then, and then when there, was it pretty recently they came out, was it Darren Drager said, 
we, everyone knew he was going. Was right. that really? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. my God. Like, Darren, like, respectively, shut up. Yeah, yeah like, please. And yeah. then, yeah, so the whole thing is just, you know, I thought booing him. And the chants were hilarious. Oh, they, too. Were, like, they, they were. They were great. They the were better than great. I could have like, imagined. Yeah, I, I mean, past your bedtime. Yeah. And, like, it was... Yeah, and yeah. I don't know who Where's wouldn't your want. Yeah, yeah, who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't right. want that kind right. of fun and rivalry right. and passion? Yeah. I hear. Wait, I hear lots of chants going on <laughs> over here. <laughs> Past your bedtime. Yeah. Where's your, your jammies? jammies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're a liar. Like there was Please lots of. Don't drink. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Because and that's what happens. Yeah. And so, you know, the ch to me, that's a fun hockey game. Like that. Who's energy. your daddy was great too. Yes, yeah. yes. That was yeah. fantastic. There was multiple right. great ones. Like it wasn't yeah. just booing him. Like they got creative. Here's that's the point. Like, here's a true, true story. Yeah. That's our captain. That was, was a great. good one. That was a very good but one. But true story, because I, like I said, I work at like hundreds of different places, and I, uh, I work at the MLB Network. Full, full disclosure. And I ran into Pedro Martinez a few days later, and he was just smiling. He was just <laughs> like, he's like, you guys are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> did, he, uh, did he throw you down like Don Zimmer? No, no, I, I love Pedro. No, it's a funny thing. It's like, I work with so many people I despised as a child. Like Kevin Millar, I couldn't stand as a child. Like he, used to, he would always get those big hits, and he was all wait, greasy. Wait, and a child? Yeah. How old is Kevin Millar? I don't know, but that was like early 2000s, dude. Okay, not a child. I was like, I was in college, so it was okay. So I wasn't a child. When I was in college. college. All right, fine. Pedro, I despise <laughs> Pedro. He's amazing to work with. Fantastic to work with. You never know. It's like, and I've worked with other people too. Like you know, it's like uh, you come across people that you just couldn't stand as a player. And it's like, wow, these are really nice human beings. So it's really weird going through that. Right. Weird and frustrating too. You're just like, I want to hate you still. Yeah, but yeah, it's like I want to hate you, Pedro. But <laughs> you just like, bought me a you yeah. just bought me a steak. So it's like you know. That's what he steak did. is pretty good. Yeah. So. His first day there, he bought all the Yankee fan steaks. He's like, "Who's your daddy now?" <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to it's get like people. Pedro. I'm like, Pedro's my daddy. He went to board. I'm enjoying the steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So back to your videos for a second. Yes. Actually, how long does it take for you to actually make one? There's of a lot of work there. It, yeah. 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 I mean, you guys know, we know. video right. making know. is yeah. a process, yeah. and um, so I always I just have like a running list of ideas that I constantly am churning away at, and. At some point during the week, I'm like, this is the one I'm going to do. Like, and it's just with, a, with the playoffs coming up or with the trade deadline, you know what you have to do. So the trade deadline was super easy because yeah. all the stuff is happening right then. It's super specific. So that one was a shorter one, which only took eight hours about, yeah. which is like, that doesn't sound super short, right. but trust me, it's super yeah. short. Uh, I've had, there was the, the mid-season report card, which I got a lot of crap from Islanders fans for, which is like yeah. fair, like I totally right. get it. Like, and especially because it took me so much longer, it was like a week and a half, almost two weeks had passed, and they were like fourth in the Metro at the time, and then when yeah. I posted it, they were first in the Metro, I'm right. like, Jesus. Like, come on, like, come on, guys. And the funny thing, too, is I, whenever you, like, I usually defend the queue against your trolls, and, like, in that one, I was no, just like, no, I, I had it coming. Like, You're it's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah so, like, you. Yeah, like, well, because I gave you guys not the best grade. But, nope. like, also, you were fourth in the Metro at the time. Yep. But anyway, so yeah. that one, that was That a became a running joke. Yeah, oh, yeah. and then it became a running joke, and now I love it. Like, you guys are always in my mentions, like, who's first? Well, not right now. That's okay. <laughs> but, like, That's fine. you guys are always in my mentions about it. And now they're in the mentions, like, funny about it, too. Yep. And. But anywhere on, back to the question, sorry, I got distracted. I've sorry. had a shot of tequila, I apologize. Um, that's all of the Islanders fans' fault. Right. Um, I'm super professional, I'm sorry. Um, we aren't, so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Who thought you were going to a professional thing? Come on. Yeah. No, yeah, I know, yeah. I wore my Islanders like windbreaker. Um, you look like you guys that from a homeless person down at seven. I got it at Target, thank you. Target, and I validated it by saying I'm going to do Islander stuff, yeah. so. I'm sure they knew what that meant. <laughs> yeah. They didn't, no. but. Um, 
they usually take about like eight to 15 hours, which again, it's a chunk of time, but like I love seeing this idea in my head, bringing it to life. And then like when I first did it, I didn't think anybody would watch it. Like my videos before I was doing this were getting like right. a thousand views maybe, yep. like on a good day. And so when I see it, like the one I have is like 500,000 views. It's right. so, con it's wild to me. And just, you know, you get the trolls or whatever, but like, take that away and you just see all the people who are like, this made me laugh. Like that right. means so much right. to me. And, and like it probably made Don Cherry upset. Oh, So if I it makes Don that. Cherry yeah. upset, <laughs> I am oh, all for yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah. I bet if Don, if yeah. Don Cherry ever saw my videos, he'd be like, this girl needs to go yeah. away. And that's but how I know I'm doing something that's right. That's you doing something exactly right. <laughs> that's how you made it. But <laughs> he, it, it's just so fun to see Make hockey respond. fun again. Yeah, yeah, that's really what it comes down to, hats, just having fun. Ideas. Yes, yeah. make them, just them be down. careful because you never know yeah. what kind of response be, you might get. They will be red. We'll make them a different yeah. color. But it's, it's just a lot of fun. And I, I always just, for me, sports are supposed to be fun. Hockey is my favorite sport. I grew up with it. Yeah. And I just want to have fun. Right. I just want to enjoy the sport, and that's—it's so fun for me to tap into every market and to to make friends right. like this, like right. to make and to be in these places is yeah. so much fun for me. I love it so much. It's funny because like we tried to do a collaborative effort, it just didn't work out with all our schedules. No, it's okay. But we came up with a bunch of ideas, mm -hmm. and there was one that we just—I think it's still on a spreadsheet somewhere. Probably. And I think you need to take it. Okay. Uh, I, all right. It's just been sitting there. We, we, we always get into the carpool karaoke. Yes. We came up with the Zamboni sing-along yes. idea where you should be driving a Zamboni with <laughs> yes. a hockey player singing songs. I would and I really it. think you need to push for that. Who would you pick on the Islanders to do that, though? Who would the be a good Islanders way. player to do that? Anders! No, 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 no. Let's, 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 let's come back to this. Let's think about it. It's an important question. It is. It's an important See, question. I, honestly, all I think, I, I think Evgeny Nabokov would be hilarious. Yeah. Would be hilarious. <laughs> No, uh, someone, yeah. someone with an accent is always. I would say current Islander would be well, fine. I think Bouvillier, yeah. you get that French Canadian accent. Yeah. He will mispronounce words. He will make words that are plural, well, single, yes. singular. So well, it'll be perfect. Well, personally, they should make um, Dennis Seidenberg earn his contract. Seidenberg could do something. Yeah. Do you guys could sing Edelweiss. Yeah, yeah. We'd be so. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to do this. I think this is a yeah. fantastic idea. I'm sure Lamorella would let a player drive a Zamboni. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I, uh, yeah, that yeah. would definitely happen. Yeah. Well, you, you, you maybe you start lower. Maybe you try it in the AHL. Got to go. Yeah, and show them that people like it. Yeah, actually fun. you can do it with Jose. He's and not doing anything down yeah. there. And, but now here's the thing, and here's the thing. If you guys want to start recording at nine o'clock, tell him to be there at eight, okay? Yeah. Poor Jose. I, I just feel, I wish, he, I wish he was doing better. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, we, we just, all do. We all it's just a bummer. Yeah. It really but it's okay, drama. they're fine. They're, I mean, they're doing fine, so. Yeah, the, the team's doing fine. Do you think the Islanders will finish first in the Metro, though? Mm, I don't know, I don't think so. At this point, it's just going to be hard. Washington's playing really well. I yeah. think they finally sobered up. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, we're ready to play now. We're good. <laughs> and, uh, but I don't think they need to. Oh, I, I would love to win the division. But I, I definitely want them to get home ice. Yeah. So I would definitely – look at this point. Just make the playoffs. Have fun. Yeah, we're having yeah. fun. That's all yeah. we're doing. We're having fun. I mean, the Capitals played three times against Tampa. So that actually helps the Islanders. Yeah. But it might not if Tampa has nothing to play for. But right. But, but still, um, I don't know has got to score. I mean, it's, it, yeah. it's one goal, two goal game. It's – that, that, that's going to kill them. The um, fixes are probably in the off season. Yeah. yeah. But I guess yeah. here's a question. Here's a question for you. Would you rather be going into the playoffs playing two to one games every night, or would you rather be going into the playoffs playing seven, six games every night? 
As a fan, 7-6. Of course. Yeah, as a fan, 7-6. But, but playing 7-6 <laughs> is not yeah. conducive to winning in no. the playoffs. No, you need you need the 2-1, 3-2 right. right. games. That's and one thing. The yeah. Islanders have proven they can win 2-1 to one games. And I think, uh, you know, we've all we, when you get to the playoffs, it's all about whose goalie is hot. Right. And you get a hot yeah. goalie. Can sure. You, can you go in? I think as long as you go into the playoffs nice and hot, you're good. Right. So I I would rather go in the 2-1 games. Those sure. Are, th- as a fan, right. not as a fan of the Islanders. Like, if of I'm course. watching from afar, yeah. the 7-6 games oh, are so yeah. fun. Oh, absolutely. As a fan, they are tormenting. Yeah. Like, like, oh, the, my God. Like that, the <laughs> Toronto-Chicago game the other day, and then that they did the Toronto-Philly the other yeah, day. Yeah, 7-6, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It's not good. No. No, and no, also like it's just not. not good. If you're if you're giving up five or six goals, something's obviously your, yeah. your defense something is crumbling. Your somebody's not something's not going right. And it's great that you can score that many goals. Sure. But <laughs> that's there's a, there's a lot of things that it could be. Yeah. And I think just as as a team that you want to have a nice run in the playoffs, those two one games, three two, they're not as exciting as an outsider. But like if you're really thinking about winning games, those are the ones that I feel like if you're going in that way is right. how you're gonna win. So what's next for you? What are you working on right now? Well, I, I just know you went to Times Square yeah, today. Yeah, I just filmed something, and I was very shocked at the lack of knowledge of Gritty. This is why the Gritty shirt is on underneath, <laughs> sure. um, which is really surprising because he gets so much attention. He does, yeah. yes. And people really didn't know who Gritty was, which is very surprising. And he was on the Colbert Show with yeah. Patrick Stewart. Uh, he's been on, like, <laughs> national news, like, a lot, so right. I was very surprised. I have a lot of playoff videos that are coming up, a lot of fun ideas with there, and I, I want to travel a little bit. In the playoffs, so I'd like to come to an Islanders game in the playoffs. Sure. Just again, playoff hockey is always so much fun. <laughs> so that that is. They're just gonna follow you yeah. around even so when you leave. This so stuff. that that is one. I was. I'm. I'm going to Tampa. I'm going to Carolina. Okay. Um. But I would really for the playoffs. I, those are just for regular season games. I would really like to. They are a bunch yeah. of jerks there. Oh, believe me, as a former <laughs> Har- Whaler season ticket holder, yeah. they are. Well, here's the funny thing. Like. I have a very weird relationship with that franchise. And um, when the fact that, like, they did the whole bunch of jerks thing, and, Mm -hmm. like, it's cool. It's fun. I love what they're doing. I love what they're doing after the game. And the fact, anything that pisses off Canada, I am okay with. I'm all about it. Like, seriously, I love it. I love it. So it's fun. And I'm convinced. I'm convinced we're not going, but they're not sending uh, NHL players to the Olympics because America's catching up. Yeah, in we America's are. We are. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like there's some kind of you know pretty soon there's gonna be Canadian anxiety podcast about what's <laughs> happening to our our youth development program. It's not looking so great. When there's like 13 Americans taken in the first round yeah. this year, and also I want we have to go back to the Olympics for one reason and one reason only. I want to see those two Kachuk brothers just absolutely terrorize the country of Canada. Yeah. They will yes. They will make McDavid's life a living hell. Not like the when they used to send stupid Dubinsky and all those guys who can't play hockey yeah. and like no one's scared of. These kids can play. Right. Yeah. They're big. They're mean. They're nasty. And they give zero Fs. Yeah. And they give zero who they offend or anything like that. Which is how it should be. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, just kind of, they're just like their dad. Yeah. But they're sober. Yeah, but, oh. Oh. oh, that's not the worst Keith Kachuk story I have. There's a reason... There's a reason suit. No, no, never. I will stop. There's a, there's a reason why the the hotel rooms got a little messy in Nagano. There's a reason why Suda fans bed in the abandoned the NHL. But anyway, but yes. just saying. Playoff hockey is the best. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Absolutely. That is what I'm looking forward to. And you might make your way to Arizona. Who knows? I have been to Arizona once, and I I know you were talking about it, CJ. I I loved it yeah. there. It, it is. It's yeah, I've never been there. I heard it's great. It is great, and like there's this great little area. It's like I don't know how to describe it, but there's so much mm. stuff going on it's right there. It's like a mall, there. right? Yeah. The mm. only thing that is difficult is the traffic getting there. Right. But sure. like 
and AG, you know, not 82 games, obviously, but, you know, a full season to get there is a lot, but, gosh, I, w I want good things for that franchise out there. I don't, you know, I know we joke sure. about them moving to Houston, no, but... No, yeah, we should, yeah, we should, yeah. We, but no, we I mean, there's, joke, but you know, there's, there's always a possibility, you right. never know, and it, they're so fun to watch right now, too. They remind me, yeah. you know, they remind me of a lot of, a lot of these teams where there's just, they don't have this superstar power, they but they're, they're killing it, right, they're right, killing right. it, and it's, you and know... they're well coached. Yeah, and just yeah. think about how pissed Toronto would be, or Canada would be, if... Phoenix does well in the playoffs. Like, oh, that'd yeah, be so absolutely. fun. Again, right. I like to piss. I, I live for chaos. Yes. Like, I just love chaos. So <laughs> yeah, the, the more chaos, the better. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're gonna tell uh, we're gonna tell Sportsnet that the uh, the finals are gonna be Carolina and Arizona. Oh, oh, my God. oh yeah. I'm sure the suits will love that. Yeah. I think you would see. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to joke about what I was just gonna say. But Gary Batman yeah. would be very upset. Oh, very he would. Yeah, upset. I'm sure Gary's Gary wants a little different than that. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, the, a Winnipeg Carolina final. There you go. Oh. Oh, Winnipeg, fine. Have you been to Winnipeg? I have not been to Winnipeg. Okay. It has, yeah. You know, I had a couple feelings about Winnipeg. You know, last season I thought they did a couple things. Like, they, a lot of things kept happening in Winnipeg with, like, racist remarks and yeah. things like yeah. that where I was like, well, why is Winnipeg not getting the crap that any of, like, if the Islanders ever did that, oh, the I crap know. you guys would oh, get. Oh, one, right. one person threw a snake on the ice and, oh, yeah. God, yeah, no. Exactly. Yeah, 17,000 people. Like, I, I mean, I, I love the passion there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, guys, come on. Yeah. Calm down, calm down. Yeah. Nobody died. We're fine. Well, yeah. um, a lot, a lot of my a lot of my Canadian friends. I love trolling them, but a lot of my Canadian friends refer to Winnipeg as Canada's Detroit. Yeah, I mean, I've never been there, so I've been to Detroit, but I've never been to Winnipeg, so I can't say that. I do. No, it does. It does look amazing, though. Like the, the yeah. passion there, but right. I think always, I think Winnipeg seems to get a break a little bit more so than sure. an American market would for some of the things that happened over the last playoffs. So right. I hope that none of that keeps happening because it was a, it was every time. I mean, they had couple chants that were going on that weren't great and I love passion but like I don't get why the again I'm gonna keep coming back to this because it really upsets me I don't get why the Islanders booing and saying we're you know where your jammies is right. getting all this attention but like the other things that the Winnipeg Jets fans were doing were, were, hor were horrible yeah. but like it, again I don't mean to keep coming back to that but it makes me so mad so well, one thing too is like I always go back to this I um because I'm a huge nerd as is Nola's too we should just have a nerd podcast uh, I think there is a network but anyway, yeah, um, we tried to get on their network, and they stole our idea. It's a long story. Um, but anyway, if you go back to that picture of uh, Pajama Boy sleeping, he has that. He has that. The Star Wars the starship from the worst Star Wars movie of all time. So if if that is your captain making those decisions, picking not picking a Millennium Falcon, <laughs> not picking an X-wing or a Tie Fighter, picking a Naboo Starfighter, are you kidding me? I don't even know that. I see. I, and I've seen. I, I know you yeah. want the Millennium Falcon. That's what I would. Of want. course. Like yeah, that's right, why. Why right. wouldn't you yeah. want that? Or even like, like right. a, even like you know, there's so many choices. Why would you want that yeah. that, that pansy ass plane? I mean that's why he's up in Toronto. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But Jillian. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take this whole time talk trash talking because like I, well, I do like you guys and I, yeah. I know it's not all no, about no, that. No, but like no, I don't no. mean to be like that. But I am. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a conversation. That's all we're doing. We're just Definitely. talking. Definitely. <laughs> I know, but I am. Like, no, I you, am. Totally, you totally are. Don't don't you know? Islander fans can can sniff out a fraud. Yeah. Be yourself. Yeah. You're amongst friends. Yeah. No one's gonna hurt you. And I'll leave you with this. Giuliano's in first place. They're not in first place right now. They're not in first place right now. They're not in first place right now. I was right hoping now, they'd win that game because they would have been for at least a couple hours. So bomb. Could have said it, but yeah. Did you? Where did you come up from? Where were you yesterday? Boston. So you came down to Boston just for us. Just for you guys. I See, drove down well. this morning. Just for them. This morning. Yeah. Not I for drove us. Down. For them. This morning. And we're so happy you came down. Thank you. And yeah. we'll see you again during the playoffs. Yes, please. Yeah. Kick Jillian Fisher, everybody. Guys, thank you. Thank you guys so much. CJ don't, CJ, don't be insecure. CJ. <laughs>
CJ, you know you're you know you're pretty. Don't be insecure. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. All right. So while we set up, we do a little, little bit of a shit, uh, set change here. Dan, you're going to come back up for this as well. Oh, we have a fourth microphone now that we have to set up. We still recording? Oh, look at that. We're still recording. It's going to sound great. Sure. Uh, we got some massive feedback. Now, yeah, we'll, we'll need a fourth chair. Can you pause? Should we pause? All right, you can just uh, edit it out. There you go. The magic of not live. But, but when I put this other mic on, we are getting some feedback. So we have to, we have to settle that down. Yeah, I think we'll make this work. We got one more guest. He's coming here to sell stuff. So it's going to be like an infomercial. Where is that coming from? Because I got this mic off. Or is it on? No, it's off. It's even worse when it comes on. This mic is a problem. Yeah, there you go. Technical terms. Reverb. We're not audio, guys. Okay, it's on now. That's not good. Might have to just use three mics. Do you want me to pop out? No, we can share. Oh, we can share? Yeah. We'll get close? Okay. All right. All right. Why don't you introduce your next guest now? Okay. All right. So, if you guys know... Um, a book came out, I guess, what was it, last winter? December. December. And um, it's a fabulous Islanders book. And It's still winter, by the way. Yes, it is. It's not spring yet. Next week. Next week, next week yeah. yeah. Oh, shoot. You're so right. it's this winter. <laughs> oh, so it's still winter, it was yeah. like It was like 90 days ago it came know. out. Okay. You made it seem like it's right. six, mu- six months old. A long time ago okay. in the galaxy far. Okay. I'm trying. So, okay. A few months ago. How's that? Is that better? Yes. A few months ago. Okay. Right. Great book came out called We Want Fish Sticks about the rebranding of the Islanders uh, logo. And we have the author here, and he's been everywhere. And everywhere. he's here with us today, the great Nick Hershon, everybody. Yes, Nick Hershon. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Hey, are you? Is that a starter jacket? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, guys. Uh, it's a quick story about starter jackets. They were they were in New, the the factory was in New Haven, Connecticut. So I used to uh, always like beg my mom and dad to take me down there, and like they would sell like if like the zipper was off a little bit, or if like just a stitch was off, you could get like you know hundred dollar jackets for like ten dollars. So we used to always go down there, and it was just it, I had so many starter jackets that I wish I still owned because they're they're just collectors' items now. We I got, have we a, gotta find a way to reboot. I have a starter Ron Francis Penguins jersey from a, the Woodbridge Outlet Mall oh, that was like when he oh. re-signed with Carolina. Oh, you, oh, you said you said Ron it was Francis like forty bucks. Penguins. I just threw up in my mouth. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. Um, I don't know, New York Jet one, like the long, like green uh, one. I think yeah. that was Joe Walton would patrol the uh, sidelines <laughs> with, and a Knicks one, of course, and a, a Yankees one. Never had an Islander one, but uh, yes. certainly had enough Islander stuff. But um, about the book, uh, fabulous read, very entertaining, thank made you, me laugh, made me you know cry, got me very angry as well. <laughs> um, what was your like thought process going in, and how'd you come up with the whole idea? 
writing this book? Well, it's kind of interesting. I was in a PhD program in mass communication at Ohio University, and I needed to find some topic for a dissertation to get my doctorate. And I knew it was going to have to be about either the Mets or the Islanders. Those are my <laughs> two favorite teams. Yeah. Um, and I really wanted to do something about the Islanders because no one's really written much about them. I felt there's never been a truly like well-researched, great book about Islanders history. And uh, it had to have some relation to mass comm. So the logo, the fisherman logo itself mm. came to mind. I was surprised. I had bought the Alan Hahn Peter Body book, right, yeah. Fish Sticks, years ago. And I like the book, but it doesn't really talk a lot about how did they come up with the idea of the fisherman logo, what went wrong, interviewing the players and all that. So uh, it just seemed like a great, it was a passion project. I grew up as an Islanders fan. It was something that was going to keep me motivated. He mentioned that book as well, too. He's like, someone basically rewrote my book. And I was like, no, I don't <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, he's on the second best radio station in, the, in, the, uh, in town, so maybe that's why. Um, so how much research did you have to do? Obviously, this is something for it involves school, so this is the, probably a ton of work just to begin with. But to, to undergo this project, there's something that is so specific. Because it's not, you're not looking at a whole history of, of a team. You're looking just at a couple years span. Right. Hey, how, much, how much work did you have to do? How many people did you have to talk to? And then also, how did you get people to talk to, like, uh, you know, honestly open up about uh, a, a moment of history for a franchise that people just want to ignore? Because yeah. it's so bad. No, and that was a real challenge with this, is I wanted to tell the story responsibly. I didn't want to mock any of the people involved in it, right? I mean, you want to... Uh, give them their respect. These are very good designers who did, uh, now maybe this Fisherman logo didn't work out, but things that they've done since then and before then worked out really well. They did the Florida Panthers logo and the Toronto Raptors logo and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So uh, basically I tried to use every archive I could to find any information about it. I looked at all old newspapers, the Post, the Daily News, Newsday, New York Times. I read every single issue of Newsday from 1995 <laughs> to 1997 oh. to see any stories they wrote. I interviewed 53 people who were involved in some way with the rebrand, two dozen players, the attorney who filed the trademark form for the Fisherman logo, uh, two guys who played the Islanders mascot, Niles, from the period. The, oh, the we, we, have to, we, we definitely have to talk about uh, Niles. We, we can talk. Okay, I know a lot of people like I did not realize Niles. these stories. Like, <laughs> can you please talk about uh, – Jillian, you're going to like this. This is a true story. Can you please – can you please talk about how, well, first of all, Niles was this, describe Niles, and then describe how he, he, was, he was set on fire. <laughs> so in uh, 1995, the Islanders decided, before they even unveiled the Fisherman logo, they were going to have a mascot, and they named him Niles after N.Y. Isles, a pun on the name. And uh, what was he? Well, no one really quite knows. He was some guy in a fisherman. Is <laughs> some guy with a long it red beard. It always looked like he was supposed to look like Clark Gillies to me. Like, he was a big bearded guy with, like, the Islanders jersey on and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, the hockey news described him as a mix between a fire hydrant and Grizzly Adams. Yeah, that works he, looked too, like, yeah. he looked like uh, Gimli from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, the tr you know, the troll is whatever he was but the short and stout and it was like this kind of impossible to wear costume because the head was 16 pounds i believe um and so it <laughs> was so restraining that you know mascots supposed to dance around and be able to be animated and you really couldn't do that um, and so they hired a guy to play the mascot named rob de fiori um, who i interviewed for the book it was a real good sport about it but yeah he described one time when uh, he was in nasa coliseum concourse waiting to come out to greet the fans and all of a sudden he feels a burning sensation and he used to wear a motorcycle battery <laughs> On uh, in a fanny pack around his waist that would charge a light that would go off on top of Niles's helmet, and whenever the Islanders scored a goal, the light would flash just like a goal light. Um, but uh, so then he feels this burning sensation, and he realizes he quickly like throws off the costume, and uh, he told the Islanders like, "Look, I'm a part-time employee. I'm not getting health insurance. I'm not getting any <laughs> sort of benefits. 
like, can you like maybe make me a full-time employee like a lot of mascots were? And they just pretty much said, bye-bye. Yeah. Um, so they fired him. And then there was a second guy who played the mascot who I also interviewed. Uh, but yeah, but Rob DiFiore had a lot of crazy experiences inside that costume. Niles has to be the least cuddly mascot ever. Yeah, he's like, not, he's yeah, not he's a not guy huggable. you could buy he's like a stuffed animal. Highly of, flammable you know? now. Yeah, yeah. flammable for sure, <laughs> but not thing, huggable. Like, yeah. When other fan bases look at us and say, why are you the way we are? Why, why are you the way you a are? A literal we, hot mess. Yeah, yeah. Why are you such <laughs> a hot mess, mess that's flammable? <laughs> hey, just look at the history. You can't make this up. Right. If you pitched this story to Netflix, they would laugh at you. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's what was so great about this story, right, is that I want to tell a lot of doctoral dissertations, of course, are, like, very dry, and it's like the mating rituals of seahorses. Or, you know, it's like, I don't care about that kind of thing. Um, you know, I really want to write it for the fans and the stands, and I thought that when I started hearing all these stories about Mike Milbury did what? <laughs> you know, um, and, and then like Don Maloney traded who? And you know, and, and Kirk Muller wouldn't come here because of, you know, and all these sorts of things that were just coming out and the Fisherman logo and all that. It just was like a stranger than fiction kind of story. I couldn't believe, I was grateful that no one had touched it. And I think that's kind of because Islanders history, besides the four Stanley Cups has always kind of been like forgotten. Um, so I really wanted to dig into that. Yeah. You know, one of the stories about uh, Rob Piore who played Niles um, wanted two tickets for every home game. And they countered with, <laughs> you, you tell the story, it, it's fabulous how they basically wanted him to uh, drive around Eddie, Eddie Layton, right? Eddie Layton Eddie was Layton. the organist for the Islanders. They basically told him, uh, and also the organist uh, many years at Yankee Stadium for yes, the Yankees. Yes, that's um, right. But, you know, Eddie Layton lived in Queens, and the Yankees used to send some car service, a limo, as you would think, um, to pick him up and bring him to the games because he didn't drive. Uh, but the Islanders said, well, Rob DeFiori, the mascot, if you want two free tickets to every game, we'll give them to you if you drive from your home in Westchester County to Queens. This to is why we drink. This is why we drink so much. <laughs> and then to drive out to Nassau Coliseum and then driving back. And he was talking about, you know, driving in his convertible with, the, you know, the hood down with, you know, and uh, Eddie Layton's puffing on cigarettes. Apparently he's a big smoker. Of um, course. And uh, it's just like, it's so bushly. It's just the, the it kind of showed you how amateurish sure. things were at that point, how cheap everybody was too in the island. My favorite aspect of the book is that they did very, very little like market research for <laughs> That's the very logo. obvious by like, the final result. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, teams change uniforms all the time and like there's a process behind it. But the Islanders were just like, it was like a couple of owners wanted this change. They had their reasons for it. And they, they showed it to, it was like a couple of groups yes, in Connecticut. Exactly. And that was it. Yeah, yeah, all they, the only research process they did, and you mentioned Quinnipiac University, one of the Islanders executives, Tim Beach, who was the director of game events, he took the fisherman jersey to a uh, high school on Long Island and okay. to Quinnipiac University, which was his alma mater. Smart, just, smart man. Uh, but he just <laughs> held it up to a group and said, hey, guys, what do you think about it? And he said it was like 50-50. Some people were like, yeah, I like it. Nah, I don't really. And that's all they ever did. They never had any focus groups, any interviews. They never talked to the media. And uh, you know, That's you not a good marketing plan. No. Well, no. you think about this. This was 1995. It wasn't like, you know, I don't know, 1905 when, like, sure. you, you right. know, it's like I could see an original six team doing that when they first debuted their logos. But, like, at that point, didn't this, you know, wasn't this a sophisticated business right. of sports branding? I, it just, it kind of stuns well, me. It's like with when the NHL, when John Spano wanted to buy the, the Islanders and the NHL spent like $150 on a private eye to do a background yeah. check yeah. and they were right, like, right, right, right. it's fine, yeah. don't worry about it, he's good. Which is unbelievable yeah. too. I mean, that, that's another part, and you know, Big Shot had come out while I was in my doctoral program, the ESPN 30 for 30 about John Spano. And so I watched that and that was towards the tail end of the fisherman you know, era, as I call it. But uh, yeah, like that's just impossible to like. So you have this guy who has failed to buy the Dallas Stars and the Florida Panthers in the past has been issues, um, and then 
based on just like, well, he's wearing yeah. a nice outfit right. today. Maybe he knows Mario Lemieux. What else do you need to know? That's all you need to know. So it's just kind of insane that, as you say, the NHL actually paid for an investigation, and then the Islanders yep. just thought, like, well, the NHL paid for one, so we right. don't need to yeah. do one, and yeah. we're cheap and anyway. Spano so. traded Casparitis to Pittsburgh because he owed Lemieux a favor. And actually, we, we told Casparitis this when we uh, had him on our podcast, and he, he didn't know that story, <laughs> and he was absolutely blown away. And it's just it's just, it's just crazy, this, this time period. What, what, you're you're in the right place. Yes. Yeah, uh, basically, <laughs> damn it, because uh, basically Casparitis uh, was told by Milbury like maybe a week or two before I'll that he wasn't going to get traded, right. and then sure enough, he gets traded. Yeah. Um, another thing that I really loved about because back then um, the Honors minor league affiliate was in Utah, yeah. which is pretty convenient, you know, yeah. to, to be in Utah. <laughs> oh, of course, of course, that's yeah, great. The Grizzlies, and most <laughs> of the players did not want to be called up. Right. I interviewed so many of these guys who were going back and forth between the Miners and the Islanders, and I said, you know, and it, I, I said, I don't know if this is just from a fan standpoint, but they actually had a pretty good team in Utah. And yeah, so I was, did. I was asking, like, so when you got sent down, was it really like being called up? You know, <laughs> you don't have to deal with Mike Milbury. Our arena isn't deteriorating. We don't have the we want fish sticks chance. Like, sure. it seems like actually this might be a better situation. And then some of them said, like, yeah, it was kind of a privilege to be sent down, you know, almost in a, in a weird way. I mean, uh, they took a lot of pride, obviously. I don't want to, you know, overstate, but they took a lot of pride in wearing an NHL jersey of, of any course. sort. Of course, But uh, it was just sort of like, yeah, weird that you would get sent down. It would almost be like a promotion. Yeah. It's so weird because, like, like I said, at that time, I was a Whaler fan, so I was completely pulled away from the situation. And I think that's why I don't hate the logo so much because while you guys were going through this, my team was freaking moving on me. Right, so right, I, right. I, I was a little leave. preoccupied. And so, and you know, another thing, here's another thing, Islander fans. Okay, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Okay, Pierre Maguire was my fucking head coach. <laughs> Pierre Maguire. You guys never had to deal with that. Okay, that's how screwed up that franchise was. It's almost like. What's that? <laughs> no, but he was our head coach. They let. The Whalers have plenty of bad, plenty of bad general managers. Not, not just not as famous as Mike Milbury, who we asked to come on the podcast, by the way. Uh, yeah, go ahead, tell this story. Okay, so I have a friend who works at uh, NBC Sports, and jokingly, I asked last year, I'm like, you know what? Ask him, see if he wants to come on. You know, although I knew the answer already. She's like, yeah, next time I see him, I will. So she texts me this week. He's like, I finally got a hold of Mike Milbury, and he gave me an answer. And I'm like, please tell me he used a four-letter word in his response. And he's, she's like, no, 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 he's not. He doesn't want to come on. But uh, what do you expect? But uh, one more Milbury story, which, which was pretty funny. Um, we had a former player on a couple years ago um, who was involved in a, a very big trade. I don't want to say his name, but um, you can probably figure it out. Uh, got called to Milbury's office, and he's like, what do you think about Zane Ochara? And the, this player was like, it's going to be a great player. Don't trade on Mike. You know, he's a little raw. Give him two years. He's going to be traded. What happened a couple months later? Yeah. Gets traded. Who else gets traded? That player who we interviewed. So it's maybe he's part of that deal. You can oh, figure it out. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it just goes by the mindset of man Mike Milbury. It's just crazy. Like, you, like I said, you can't – make up some of these stories like I, I, so I went from like a dysfunctional franchise that was completely run and played in a shopping mall the team uh, maybe I should write a book about the Whalers I don't know <laughs> we played in a freaking shopping mall and like, not like you know there were fancy stores no there was an orange Julius okay there was like this steakhouse there was this little art store who I met Yarmir Yager in there once and uh, there was a Munson's chocolate who I met Pavel Burry and Alexander Mogilny in once and there was just like there was like there was uh, Sabaro's pizza 
who I met Jimmy Page in, 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 uh, in once, and Billy Joel. It's crazy, because the people, the people with you before the game, they would just all hang out there. And then you went through this little corridor, and you were in, a, in an actual arena. So I left that travesty, and then joined this travesty. Yeah. So it just feel like this is, and maybe it's my, maybe I'm the problem, but <laughs> I just, I just feel like, like once again, like if if you went to Hollywood and and pitched this as a fictional story, they would say it's not believable. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what made it so fun to research, right? Because I actually grew up as a, I was an Islanders fan. Over. <laughs> I became an Islanders fan as a teenager. So it was in 1999 was my first season following them, the, the miraculous, magical season of 1999, 2000. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brad Isbister and Tim Connolly and Felix Bodvet, you know, leading the way. But, but you know, I grew up right after I wasn't paying attention when they were wearing the Fisherman jerseys. So when I was doing the research for this book, it was really me finding it out for the first time. I'm reading Newsday like, wow, this John Spano guy seems like he's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, know, uh, you know, oh, Mike Milbury. And, and I actually, you know, there were headlines in like Newsday and the New York Times like, Isles need Milbury. They've right, got to yeah. get him. You know, yeah. Kirk yeah. Muller's going to bring veteran leadership. Yeah. He comes to play every night. You know, Milbury was a huge get for them. It was huge. Like, it was. You know, he had, he had a pedigree. In the so. summer of 1995, all of the news outlets were kind of saying, you've got to get, you know, Need he's, he's, yeah. a, he's a tough, hard-nosed, you know, coach. He right. led the Bruins to the Stanley Cup yeah. right. final. Right, there was uh, a demand for him. Yeah, there was a really, you know, it was him or Barry Melrose, by the way. It was like where the two guys that he finally came down um, to. Speaking of Kurt Muller, because I, I was, Noel's birthday is coming up in a couple weeks, and I was inspired because the first time we, we had you on the show, I unfortunately was not able to do the interview, so, so Noel did it. And you guys talked about um, collectible figures and starting lineups. Yeah, yeah. So I actually, Noel, uh, Noel I, I gave him his early Chris, uh, birthday gift today. What, what did I get you? Yeah. Dan, I thought you were my friend, a, a good friend, <laughs> you know? He gets me the Kurt Muller starting lineup figure. Wow. Yeah. And I can't wait to burn this piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, because uh, this generation has John Tavares as everyone hates John Tavares. He is my John Tavares. Yeah. And I think most Islander fans who are my age feel the same way. Because they traded perhaps one of the best players of that generation, Pierre Sergeant, mm -hmm. although they felt, Don Maloney, that they needed some kind of, you know, culture change, he was struggling a little bit, but they trade him and Vladimir Malakoff right. for basically Kurt Muller and Matthew Schneider, who, Matthew Schneider was a really good Islander, a player who we talked about before, wanted to be an Islander. You know, he was born in New York, he was, you know, cover shoots and magazines and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Then they, they sent him away too. Kurt Muller was born for leadership, he did everything else but be a leader. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of sad to look back. I, again, to give it some context, Pierre Turgeon, this was after the Dale Hunter hit, so course, he was yeah. gun-shy, and he was yeah. not performing all that well. Right. Vladimir Malakov did not want to be on Long no. Island anymore. So making yeah. this trade, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it hurt to see that then Turgeon went on to such uh, yeah. great success in Montreal. Uh, you know, but the fact that you, you, know, you get Kirk Muller and you think, here's a veteran who's going to finally bring some respect and, uh, you know, Matthew Schneider, but Kirk Muller doesn't show up. And what's so infuriating right. is now we're talking about the – the John Tavares quotes to the media about, I want to be on Long Island and this is the place for me. Mm -hmm. Kirk Muller, w after he was traded, even after he didn't report for like his first few games, said things like, the thing about me is I come to play every night. I'm here every yeah. night. And it's like, dude, we just played the Rangers and you weren't in the country. <laughs> you, you, know, you, were, you were in yeah. Montreal. And, you know, and so uh, it, it was just another one of those, this is why I feel we're one of like the most abused <laughs> fan bases in all sports and why it's yeah. so special that when the Islanders do win and when we have yeah. a season like this, like, you know, really milk it, like really enjoy it. Uh, because we do not get this happening very often, um, you know. Well, 
the way this thing is going, like, who knows where it's going to end, but this could be another book as well. Like, this season, I mean, this could be, well, maybe you guys can collaborate. Sure. You know, the, the I have an entire spreadsheet of the Tao of Trots, of Trots quotes that are just awesome, and they're just very inspiring. You know, so you if you need it, let me know. <laughs> you know, it's almost like, it's like, I mean, we, we, you talk to Kevin Conley as well, like, it's, this season is screaming for a 30 for 30 if this team can make a run, because where this team was last July and where it is now, mm -hmm. once again, is something no one ever expected. Yeah, I mean, a series of events, as you say, you know, you get, uh, you fire Gar Snow finally, you have Lou Lamarillo yeah. and Barry Trotz come in, but then losing Tavares, I, and then the series of moves that they were making, it's like, Tom Kunakel's the guy who's gonna help us, you know, and uh, Leo Komarov and uh, Valtteri felt like, the okay, they're okay guys, but really? Um, and then to see it turn around. Now, uh, for me personally, a lot of people have told me, like, what's your next book, you know, they've asked me, and uh, they said that kind of stuff. If you want to write about the Barclays years, or which is like, not, not like, <laughs> um, that's a little bit too soon for me. Um, you could call it obstructed view. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, I, I, you see, like, that would be a, a good story, but it would probably be like more of a, hopefully a fun story. Um, those tend to be less fun to write sometimes. I felt this was so cool because like the characters were just so bizarre and impossible. This is no, you were like a Shakespearean tragedy. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was really cool to do that. But yes, what they're doing right now is remarkable. Um, and I would love to, to see how that turns. I'm still excited to see how this season, you know, finishes up. And uh, the forward of the book yeah. was by uh, Islander Goalie of the Future, yep. Eric Bischoff. Yep. Um, Eric Bischoff. Yeah, which, you know. There's rookie cards somewhere. Yeah, some lying around. Yeah. How did you, yeah, how'd you come about getting uh, Eric to uh, write the forward for it? Well, I had interviewed Eric as one of the you know two dozen players right. you know who played. Uh, anyone who wore a Fisherman logo, I put them all into a spreadsheet, <laughs> and I kind of tried to figure See, out. See, we're learning here. Spreadsheets are important. They, they, they're good. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, okay, so where are they now? Some of them are scouts. Some of them are coaches. You know, I didn't really know where they all were. Um, but Eric is a hockey analyst in Canada. And so I, you know, I got in touch with him. He was a great interview, very long, very friendly guy, just a, you know, a very nice guy. Uh, and then uh, when I was thinking about people for the forward, you know, you think like, okay, Ziggy Palfy, but I couldn't get a hold of, you know, of him for an interview or they, you know, or someone like a Mike Mowbray who again turned me down. Uh, Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, you go to these other guys who are like, you know, so who's an affable guy who has somewhat of a high profile because he's on TV, in, you know, in Canada. Um, and Eric just seemed like a good guy, you know, and, uh, great stories. I also thought he can provide that kind of perspective of, for the players, it's different than the way the fans took it. Like, yes, it was still not great years. They were in last place and all that stuff. Remember, these are guys who are like 18, 19. This is their first taste of pro hockey. They've reached the pinnacle. Yes, they're wearing a fisherman jersey, but they're playing against Mario Lemieux and Wayne Gretzky at an NHL arena. Like, it's a big deal for them. And I think he gave that kind of perspective of, you know, making friends, uh, you're rooming with, uh, I think it was Brian McCabe and, uh, you know, some of those kinds of guys, the friendships that he made uh, that we sometimes forget, like, looking back. Right, and there were some players, like, uh, Name like Todd Bertuzzi, for example, who it seemed like he disliked the dynasty years, you know, because the comparison to him to Clark Gillies, and, Clark Gillies and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. Do you think, I know it was a fisherman jersey, but do you think that he didn't mind to be like in, uh, you know, that jersey and kind of like the whole culture change? Yeah, that's one of the arguments that the Islanders were making at this time is that in a weird way, they were cursed by their history. They win four straight Stanley Cups, which is, of course, amazing, and we never want to trade it. But then that creates unrealistic expectations, and whenever a new player comes in, I think we've now moved past it. Yeah, I But think so. whenever something happens, it's like, oh, is he going to be the next Dennis Potvin? Sure. Or the Robin Leonard's the next Billy Smith? It's like, okay, why don't you let him be the first Robin Leonard? Right. Um, and I think that's what was happening, and Todd Bertuzzi said, 
everything is about me and Clark Gillies. And they were doing it to all of these guys. And sometimes even before they played a game, Brett Lindros, oh, um, yeah, who yeah. You know, came on the Islanders, and uh, you know, they said he was going to be the better Lindros. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. and so you have you know all this kind of stuff, and then again comparing him to they're going to bring the next you know Mike Milbury's Al Arbor, all this kind of stuff. It's like just let this stuff play out. Um, and yeah, I think there was an argument to be made, and people like Eric, you know, and, and I didn't get to interview Tom Bertuzzi, but you know I think that they feel a little bit of that way. It was a chance to maybe start fresh. Right. Now, who, which player like surprised you the most when you interviewed him? I mean, Tommy Soderstrom. I always come back to is a guy who I didn't really know much about. Besides yeah. the cage mask, yeah. uh, but uh, he was just so blunt with me, and um, you know he definitely set the record for most expletives dropped <laughs> in one of the interviews that I did, uh, and uh, just telling me, and he, you know some of the players I interviewed, all of them asked them like, you know, what do you think about Mike Milbury? A lot of them who were coaches today, I asked them like, yeah. do you get any of your coaching style from what Mike Milbury did? And I was like, yeah. kind of like Woody Woodpecker throwing in that yeah. like grenade, and then saying, <laughs> like, okay, what's gonna happen here? Um, but like, you know, when I asked people like Tommy Sashram, he just like outright said like, oh, he was terrible and this is all the things that he did wrong. And he, yeah. you know, uh, so I was uh, that kind of openness. Darius Kasparaitis, again, same kind of very honest guy. He's willing, yeah. you said that I guess you've, you've yeah. spoken to him and uh, you know, so willing to reveal a lot. Uh, and I, you know, some of the guys who weren't the players, but just like the designer of the Fisherman logo, the guy who made Niles the mascot, yeah. you know, the guys who played him like, remember, these were like really rough. We'd look at it from a fan's perspective, but like, this was their work. Imagine if this was your career. And you yeah. said, like, you know, you're a sports branding guy, and now it's like people are protesting on Hempstead Turnpike against your logo. Yeah, it's um, one thing, like, you know, it's like you paint the Sistine Chapel. You remember for that. You <laughs> right, right, right. The guy who put waves on the jersey. See, that's the thing. Like, the logo sucks, but they put waves on the jersey. Yeah. There's waves on the jersey. Ocean waves. Is that's supposed to all be really part of the maritime bad. theme of yes, the jerseys. That's yeah, terrible. Yeah. yeah, and, uh, but, you know, again, that's why I, I was grateful that they were willing to talk to me about it because I knew it was yeah. tough. And, uh, you know, but 20 years had passed by the time I was doing the interview, so that helped. And that sports designing firm. It's like you're going back to a crime scene. I know, yeah. it, it feels it feels a little well, bit well like which that. Which is ironic because three of the owners discussed yeah. in the book are actually like in prison yeah, or yeah, have yeah. done prison time. So. Your yeah. book is going to end up like an investigation discovery or yeah, something. Seriously. Well, I, got, I actually have a line in the book that the says, like, crime. letters sent to the correctional facilities were not returned. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, or, like, three of the guys who were the right. owners of the... Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a quote in the book from Tom Croak, who used to lead the Save the Islanders Coalition stick, and he said the Islanders lead the league in convicted felons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, when I was going through it, it is, like, impossible to think, like, you know, I mean, Sanjay Kumar came later, yeah. but Stephen Walsh, who was the one who said his kids like the Fisherman logo, yeah. he went yeah. to prison for yeah. white-collar crimes <laughs> right. later on, yeah. Yeah, they, they lead the league in convicted um, felon owners, and they lead the league, I think, in... Uh, Goaltender analyst. You, you mentioned yeah. the show <laughs> every week. Yeah. Uh, Chico Resch. Yeah. Chico Resch. Uh, Glenn Healy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, That's right. That's what's true. His name? Uh, oh, Jay McLennan. Jay yeah. McLennan and Kelly Rudy. So it's yeah, endless. But uh, it's again, yeah. Kelly yeah, Weeks yeah. again. But um, I think Beezer did a little bit of work. But uh, that might have been on Fox News. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but Nick's gonna be selling and autographing his books right after the show. And uh, we love the book. And thanks for coming, Nick. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Islanders fans. All right. Wow. That was uh, Dan. Thank you as well. Your input is very valuable to this. Thank you guys for. Whoa. Thank you guys for having me. And I just want to say that after the game, the second most disappointing thing I have heard today is that Jimmy Page eats a Sbarro pizza. Yes. That's, that's a true really story. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't. It was Robert Plain, listen to that music anymore. Robert Plain and Jimmy Page. That's so terrible. But thank you for telling me that. You're no. welcome. <laughs> ruining to destroy. Ruining <laughs> childhoods. That's yeah. what we do here. I can't look at this anymore. I, I'm glad I did my job. Yeah, please. Okay, let's move this away. Can you kill this one? 
All right, there we go. That takes care of that. Okay. Yeah. But uh, this was a lot of fun, though. Yeah, it was good. We want to thank you all for coming out. There's yeah. many other places you could have been. You chose to be with us. And that's yeah. We appreciate. We don't know that. why, but we really appreciate it. Um, and we'll do one of these again real soon. And yes. uh, m make sure you listen to our show on Lighthouse Hockey, along with uh, Dan and Mike Lebovs on uh, the Megaphone uh, app. And uh, thanks, everyone, for coming out. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Woo!